Hello. Hi. Tuesday, December 12th, 609. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792 sounds. Most stimulating talk. First night of Hanukkah tonight. Thank you, thank you, Ryan. There you go. Happy Hanukkah. Don't. What? 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 Ha ha ha. Oh my God. You, read it. Read okay, it, hang read on. It, read Ryan it, just it, threw a shirt at me. It's man size. Ah, it's a picture of Han Solo with the state and cheesy, like, 70s graphic. He would take a picture of him, put it on my Facebook page. Yep. And it says, Sometimes I amaze even myself, which is. <laughs> That is a great description of me, because um, I love me some me. I do. I really love me some me, so I think that's fantastic, because I love me some me. Yes. My son's very excited. <laughs> uh, thank you, Ryan. That was very nice You're of you. Welcome. Now I, I will get you nothing for Christmas. Uh, anyway. That's fine. That's why I prefer it. That uh, way I don't no, feel guilty. No, I will get you something. Now and you it will feel be, guilty. It will be bigger and better, and I will hold it over your head. Yes! <laughs> you got to get that step bigger. Oh, Sorry. I swear. It's, it's a good one. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, that terrorist out there in New York City, I called it yesterday, didn't I? I called. I said, watch it be this way. Yes, he uh, came to this country. Through chain migration. Chain migration. Oh, boy. Chain migration. I'll explain, but yes, a family member got in here, and since he was a sibling of someone, they said, you come on in, too. That's exactly what we need, isn't it? And there's just more on that coming up in just a second, Uh, especially based on the Leah Marquez-Peterson interview from yesterday, but we'll get to that in just a second. Second thing that I think you need to know, and this gets even better, too, Remember last week we told you about the story Fox News broke? Uh, this guy named Bruce Orr, O-H-R. Uh, he was like a, a big big shot, like one of the big wigs at the Department of Justice. And um, he had me undisclosed. He was demoted, remember? He was demoted. The DOJ lied. They said, because he has two jobs. It's too much. And then they came out when Fox News was like, that's not why. We're going we're gonna to really break this story. They went, okay, fine. We demoted him because he did not disclose to us. He had meetings with uh, the head of Fusion GPS that paid for that dossier, that fake Trump-Russian dossier. Uh, and he also met with uh, the the former spy, Christopher Steele, that created that fake Russian dossier. He never, he never told us about that, so we demoted him. Now it turns out this guy's wife actually worked for Fusion GPS, which paid for the dossier. Are you freaking kidding me right now? Uh-huh. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, today is the day. Will Roy Moore win? You have these random Fox News polls. Who runs those Fox News polls now all of a sudden where it has uh, Roy Moore down by 10? Uh, but then other polls have Roy Moore up by 9 that are not Fox News polls. Is it that same, you know, slovenly loser that's not funny on Fox News, Chris Steyerwalt? That guy has been wrong for two straight years. Wrong about Trump. He, he, one of the most annoying guys you'll ever see probably in real life and television. Horrible. Anyway, uh, tonight tonight is the night, and they're trying to uh, make his wife seem stupid because they call them anti-Semitic, and she's like, we have close friends that are Jews. Like, uh, what are you supposed to say? You know? What are you... So dumb. So dumb. So stupid. So today is the day. It's voting day out there in Alabama. Uh, watch Roy Moore roll. <laughs> it's what's going to happen. He's going to roll, roll, roll. All right, um, 
Oh, Trump just tweeted 10 minutes ago. Real quick, then we'll get to the, uh, the whole chain migration thing. This is just classic. Lightweight Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. She's the New York senator because she came out yesterday and said, I want Trump to resign because these women randomly came out again, even though it didn't happen last year when they came out and said that he sexually harassed them. Yeah. Okay. So he writes, lightweight Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. By the way, it's a compliment to a woman to be called a lightweight, right? Lightweight Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, a total flunky for Chuck Schumer and someone who would come to my office begging for campaign contributions not so long ago and would do anything for them in parentheses. What? is now in the ring fighting against Trump, very disloyal to Bill and crooked. Hyphen in all caps, used! Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> very disloyal to Bill and crooked. Not even crooked Hillary anymore. Just flat out crooked. crooked. I love it. I'm retweeting that because I think that's funny. Follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. It's just, it's so good. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so that's cool. Uh, now... It turns out this terrorist uh, got here uh, via chain migration. This, this whole family needs to go. They, they're blaming the police. Okay. So Trump's out there. When he found this out, Homeland Security told President Trump, yeah, this guy got here via chain migration. So Trump's going, why the hell do we let this guy in, this, this guy from Bangladesh? There have been four terrorists, by the way, coming here. You know, since uh, I think in 2011, we've had 141,000 people. I saw it on Fox News this morning. 141,000 people from Bangladesh come to America. It's the uh, same population as Dayton, Ohio. Imagine that. Just from that country in the past six years, that amount of people have come from Bangladesh. Are we a better country for it? Uh, Chain entry. Yes, on a chain entry green card. Uh, Akayad Ula, 27. He admitted he did this for ISIS. He uh, decided to detonate it after he saw a bunch of Christmas lights walking through the Port Authority. Isn't that nice? Christmas lights set him off. Because he was mad at the way Muslims are being treated. Apparently he got radicalized is what I, I read uh, uh, while he was here. He was mad at, uh, also again, you know what really set him off to is Trump moving the um, uh, the embassy Jerusalem. yes, to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. That's If that makes you blow up things, you're an idiot. And if people actually blame Trump for that, get out of here. So just so you know, immigration records show he got in because one of his parents' siblings is a citizen. And that citizen can sponsor their brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews. And you ready for this? Because we're dumb, as Trump would say. There are no restrictions on how many immigrants a citizen can sponsor. And a family reunion gets priority over other forms of sponsorship. Yep. So you have the, the West Side Highway terrorists that ran over people getting into this country on a uh, via chain migration. Uh, you have this guy getting here via chain migration. I'm just wondering, why hasn't any of the Arizona members of Congress, why, why haven't they actually called for the end of chain migration? Where is the moral Jeff Flake to call for the end of chain migration? Or John McCain saying, maybe we should look at this, huh? Or Martha McSally. Where is she? I have not... Um, I have not looked at Jeff Flake's Twitter for days until now, and apparently on December 8th. Oh, because when did the president give his speech down in, uh, in first Friday, December 8th? So the president said it's a, it's a sick system. You ready for this? Jeff Flake, I mean, do you, do you just want more people to hate you, you dingbat? 
tweeted out, apparently in, in response to the president, his speech in Pensacola, which played highlights yesterday, the president went, uh, uh, you know, said it's a, it's a rigged system. It's a, it's a sick system that's out there, but, you know, we got through it. Jeff Flake writes, quote, uh, he tweets, this is not a sick system, Mr. President, nor is it a rigged system. Let's not sow distrust in our democratic institutions. You're a bonehead. That's what it just comes. And I hate just using that kind of just language. How but did he he's get just, elected? Uh, seriously, how mm. did he get elected? Tell me, Garrett. Who? Trump? No. Flake? Yes. Because he had the R and it was bef- it was before. We kind of had the idea. This is back in 2012. We kind of had the idea we needed to drain the swamp, but it wasn't there yet. And it was him. And there was one other. There were a couple other candidates that were good, but they didn't have the name recognition. So he's the one that got it. He was the hand-picked system guy. Uh, he was next in line for the Republican Party, and it just sucks. He was kind of forced down our throat, and they create this. It's marketing. They create this brand, this character, and this is, oh, here we go. He fits the bill. You know, when you want to check off boxes of what a senator should be, this is what he fits them. They fits them all. Here you go. Clean cut, well-spoken, soft. I got experience. Get out of here. He, it, the, everything has changed in the past five years. I everything. I oh, you. stop it. I actually moderated the debate up at Saddlebrook between uh-huh. him and three other uh, uh-huh. Republicans. And he didn't like, he wouldn't answer questions, and I cut him off, and he'd give me this look. I'm like, what the hell are you going to do? What are you give me a look? I don't He's care. not going to come on your show. Yeah, okay. What do you, what do you, get out of here, man. Uh, anyway, so. Well, there you go. Uh, it's your fault. Uh, yeah, he's, I'm just in the middle of tweeting right now. So anyway, <laughs> I'm tweeting at him so mad. I am so mad. Stop. I know. You're like me when I start seeing Bernie Sanders yes, tweets. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. So guy. we had Leah Marquez-Peterson on the show yesterday. She is the head of the, the the president and CEO of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And she apparently is going to run. She told us yesterday she's going to run for Congress for Martha McSally's current seat in CD2 if Martha decides to run against Kelly Ward in the primary for Senate. You got that? But if Martha stays, then Leah's not doing anything. But she's launching anyway. Do that, and I asked her, and she wouldn't, you know, say that she knows anything's going to happen. Whatever. So anyway, uh, Leah is is a from what I've met, and I met her. She's a she's a nice person, but she is in over her head when it comes to running for Congress, being in Congress. Anybody can run, or she's in over her head to actually be a Congress person. She is a bit clueless when it comes to uh, things that are very important. Chain migration, I asked her. She didn't agree with merit-based immigration. She still thinks you know, other other things. And I'm like, well, do you know what the merit-based is? I mean, because she's like, it shouldn't just be, you know, you know the, the high skill. It needs low skill, too. That's fine. It's, it's merit-based as opposed to chain migration, which is what's going on now. And, and the lottery system, she really have an answer. So anyway, I want you, after we found out uh, that this terrorist got here, via chain migration. I just want you to hear when I asked, if you missed it yesterday, it was at 8, 10 in the morning. You could hear the whole interview. It's on my page at knst.com. It's on my iHeart channel, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis, or the iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis. You see it there as well. Uh, this is what happened yesterday toward the end of the interview with Leah Marquez-Peterson. Listen. Okay, but but when it comes to merit-based versus just chain, I mean, would you like to end chain migration? Well, right now, it's based on the country you're in, and there's so many visas eligible, and, and there's such a small... Uh, percentage of those that want to come in from various countries. I think we need to rework that entire complex system. Well, would, would you want to end chain migration, though? Chain migration? What do you mean by that? When one person is admitted here and they could bring, uh, it's somewhere 20 to 2 to, I mean, they, on average, I think a person coming here from Mexico brings something close to six relatives here with them. That's why the guy, the guy that uh, did the terrorist attack up in New York, he drove into people on the West Side Highway, 
uh, he got here on the lottery and was able to bring, I believe it was 22 or 23 members of his family here via chain migration. I, mean, I think the the bigger question is how do we bring people here to work who perhaps want to rate, wow. get money to do that? That's uh, something that make a big difference back in their countries. And then have no, them no, no. Go but home. I mean, you don't you don't think this is a big deal with the chain migration though? No, I, they, they, I, they were I terrorist attacks. People a, came here and committed terrorist attacks right, and that's, via chain migration. But I think that the bigger question is how do you come here, make a better economic condition for your family, and then go home? Maybe it's not the chain migration that's the ultimate answer, but it's folks heading back with their dollars, so they don't we don't have to break up families. What, what does that even mean? How do we even? We're not breaking anybody up. I didn't want to jump in on the conversation. I know, I know, right? I know. You, you know what? There's only you let you let her answer because we're not going to change her mind. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, it, and her answer speaks for itself. And the people that listen to this show were not happy or impressed. <laughs> Actually, were quite frustrated with that whole situation. Uh, I blame you once again. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I'll take the blame for all that stuff. Uh, it, 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 to f- separating. Fa- what? Yeah. So, hey, Leah, uh, you know, this Bangladeshi family was able to stay together because of the current system. Are you cool with that? Are you are you OK with that? My goodness gracious. Uh, as a matter of fact, wait till you hear about this Bangladeshi uh, family. They were, um, I mean, they're, they're not nice. They, they attacked the police. They're not happy at all. I'll tell you exactly what they are saying about the police, more about this guy. And you could comment about uh, what you just heard Leah Marquez Peterson say as well. Um, again, I am being very nice when I say that she's a, she's a nice person. That's okay. Uh, you could say a coach is, is, is a nice person, but maybe he deserves to get fired, not have the job, whatever. She does not, she, she does not belong in Congress. Maybe that's a compliment by the way, too. Maybe it's a compliment. Uh, I'll tell you more about uh, what the family did to the police. Holy smoke, these people are sick. They need to all be out of this country. Out of this country. We'll continue. I'll get you what they said coming up in 5. 623 Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792. Sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. It's just so dumb, you know? It's just so insane. Holy smokes. But it's par for the course. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. There you go. All right, chain migration. Anyway, uh, it's (laughs) it's chilly out Yeah, it's chilly out there. Chili inside, chili outside. It's a great big bleeping, bleeping chili fest. You know what that's from? Get Shorty. I didn't even get a chance to answer it. 49 Bad outside movie. now. It was a Get Shorty was a great movie. Yeah. <sighs> 75 so will be the high end. That was a great movie, too. Yeah, see. You done yet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 75 for the high. So the family of this uh, this terrorist, by the way, holy smokes, after he got here again, and, and I, I'll give you more details. Um, the chain migration, all this stuff. Uh, this this Bangladeshi guy, this 27-year-old, Akayad Ola, came here in 2011, apparently with his parents and three or four siblings, all sponsored by his aunt or uncle, his immigration status showed. So that's why Trump is saying, whoa, we need to fix this. This is a lax system. A very lax, which is it's true. We played the soundbite yesterday of one of Trump's sayings at Pensacola on Friday, where he said we can't let people come to this country that want to destroy it. Remember that we can't. We can't. It's what. It's, why? How come McCain? How come nobody in Congress is saying the same damn thing? Do they not care? So this guy is a Bangladeshi national living here for the past seven years. Uh, he's a former taxi driver because again we don't have enough Americans that want to be taxi drivers. Really, came to the U.S. on an F four visa, a preferential visa for those who have family already in the U.S. He is a legal green card holder. His immigration designation is F-43. It means 
He claimed the right to a green card because he's the child of the brother or sister of a U.S. citizen. Don't you love that? That's what we do. Uh, the U.S. citizen can be newly naturalized. His statement suggests, Trump's statement suggests that Ola claimed a green card by virtue of a citizen who was also an immigrant. Um, so he is a legal green card holder. Uh, it says he recently visited, visited his home country on September 8th. Uh, and again, he did the attacking because he saw Christmas lights, Christmas lights. Well, that's one of it. That, that's why he detonated it. Cause he had it and he's like, when should I do it? I'll do it now. And this guy's just a loser. Thank God he's a loser, but he's a loser terrorist. Uh, the family though said they were heartbroken by the attack and they attacked law enforcement agencies for what they claimed were ready for this heavy handed tactics by investigators. Really? Uh, the legal director for the New York chapter Council for Islamic Relations, Albert Fox Khan, said we're heartbroken by the violence that was targeted at our city today and by the allegations being made against a family member or a member of our family. But we're also outraged by the behavior of the law enforcement officials who held children as small as four years old out in the cold and who pulled a teenager out of the high school class to interrogate him without a lawyer, without his parents. Hey, dude, this is a terrorist attack. We don't know what's going on. There are there are teenagers that strap bombs themselves in the Middle East and blow themselves up. So this is not something we take lightly. Get out. You don't like it? Leave. Leave. Statement said, these are not the sorts of actions we expect from our justice system. So they went after the, uh, the authorities. Isn't that just, isn't that classy? Isn't that just nice? Yeah. Uh, there's more. We'll get, we'll get to, uh, more of this stuff. Uh, however, you got to hear something else coming up. Uh, apparently CNN in the middle of the terrorist attack, they decided to divert their coverage of the terrorist attack yesterday to attack president Trump based on his diet. You need to hear this to believe it. It's coming up in five, six, three, four KNST. Here's the latest from Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, yes, 641. It's Tuesday. Thank you for hanging out. If you missed the whole interview that I did with Leah Marquez-Peterson, please check it out at KNST.com. It's on my page. It's on my Facebook page. You can like it and follow it. Please do. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Or you can even go to my iHeart channel. I have an iHeart Radio channel. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. Or if you have the iHeart Radio app, search Garrett Lewis. So it's in all those places for you. Garrett on demand. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, the terrorist from New York City. Turns out he got here on a chain migration. Yes, he came here from chain migration. A relative, like an aunt or an uncle, uh, came here. And so he was sponsored to come over here. It's unlimited, by the way. As long as families get together, our country's like, yay, and look what happens. I know it's not every time, but leave me alone. Okay? leave me. So he got here, chain migration, just like the West Side uh, Highway terrorist. And Leah Marquez-Peterson was in the studio. She may run for Congress. She doesn't see anything wrong with chain migration. There's a bigger thing involved, and it's whatever. Just listen to it. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the wife of that Department of Justice official, Bruce Orr, who was demoted because he met with the uh, head of Fusion GPS and the retired or former spy that, that made up that fake Trump-Russian dossier, 
Well, that DOJ official's wife turns out now worked for Fusion GPS. Are you kidding me? You don't think they were all in cahoots? And McCain, there's a story from Fox News. McCain, they talked to the guy that was the go-between for McCain to get his hands on it. They're all involved, man. They're all involved. McCain, it's funny. McCain will talk about anything but this. Third thing I think you need to know, it is Election Day in Alabama. We will see how this whole Roy Moore saga plays out. Polls are open there. Three things I think you need to know. Keep it here on KNST AM 790 for all the latest results because it's, uh, it's going to be fun, right? It is going to be fun. Uh, now, in the middle of the, it's, it's just it's just crazy, in the middle of the terrorist attack, right, yesterday, and people are trying to figure out what's going on. What does CNN stop to do? Talk about Donald Trump. Try to destroy Donald Trump again. Mock him, whatever. Uh, this time, this time, it's all about his diet. So literally, in the middle of of the coverage, they they just stopped the coverage. And I'm just going to play you the thir- the first thirty seconds. This is what happens. Listen to this. Couple minutes left here. How about this? What does a day in the life of President Trump look like uh, on one level? The New York Times giving us some insight, including his daily regimen of watching up to eight hours of TV and drinking what? as many as 12 Diet Cokes. So, Dr. Samantha Nazareth joins me now. She is a board certified gastroenterologist. And so, we have gotten just to show everyone it's one thing to say 12 Diet Cokes, 12 Diet Cokes, right? Mm. If we're saying, according to the Times, that he drinks this many. What does this do to to the brain and the body oh. every day? Oh, it must destroy it. it must, and it's not even worth playing the rest of it because it's just dumb. Because the gastroenterologist like he says, well, it tricks the body to think it doesn't need water or other hydration, so it takes the form of that. But why would you do this? You literally think it's good to stop coverage of a terrorist attack to talk about this this BS report from the New York Times about Trump drinking twelve diet cokes a day. Do they have anything about Obama smoking? Thank you. I was just thinking. Yeah, that. you know. <laughs> Get out of my head. Do they, yeah, I'm in your head. I live there. Uh, I mean, this is just maybe, well, it, it's just it's just so stupid. Um, All based on New York Times. It, New York Times report, Trump drinks a dozen Diet Cokes per day. That's why he's crazy and mean and, but really? Really? Uh, literally, I saw somebody put a uh, screenshot. You see his tweet about that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I want to read that. Yeah, oh, just okay. leave that up. Leave that up. Leave it up there. Yes, sir. Uh, shut up. <laughs> so uh, there is on Twitter, there's a screenshot going around of the CNN. They call it the Chiron, right? The Chiron, uh, where it says, uh, NYT report, Trump drinks, the Chiron's of the words, Trump drinks a dozen Diet Cokes per day, and it's at 8.45 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, so this person, Yasi Gestetner, I don't know who this person is, but they're on Twitter, and this is 8.45, more than an hour after the pipe bomb story broke, CNN was busy with Trump's Diet Coke. Note uh, note the ticker at the bottom right, NYPD responding. That's what they, they pivot just to try to attack him. That's how crazy it is. Well, their, their viewership probably spiked at that point because oh. people try to get info, correct? On Diet Coke. And no, but oh, they went on the to terrorists. Yeah. Diet Coke. No, I'm serious. Yeah. I, 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 well, you know what? Their, listening, their viewers probably actually want to see that. Ooh, yeah, this is why he's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, this is just, this is so dumb. This is just so 
This is so insane, but whatever. This is what they wanted to do. I just thought you'd get a kick out of that because it's just so, it's so, it's bizarre, man. It's bizarre. So that's the awesome coverage right there of, um, well, from, um, it's from CNN. Uh, now let's do number 12. Uh, is it Kayla or Kyla? I don't know. Kyla, do Kyla Moore. This is, uh, Judge Moore's wife, Roy Moore's wife. And apparently there's some random story going around. Do you remember we, we talked about it? It got disputed a couple weeks ago. Uh, some lady was telling the media that uh, Moore hates pretty much everybody. She He hates Jews and blacks and Muslims and gays and this. And, this. and then I think it was somebody on Breitbart. They were like, well, do you have any evidence? That, no. The rest of the media wouldn't say do you have evidence. They would just write it. No. And okay, I have to admit, I've, I've only heard it. I haven't. Well, I'm, nothing, right? Nothing. So, of course, why not? When when in doubt, just say the person's anti-Semitic. Because why not, right? Are they? Are they not? So, Kyla Moore gave the answer. And, of course, they're like, oh, here we go. You know, if somebody's like, I don't hate black people. I have a black friend. And, uh. So, apparently, there's this story going. That's what they, they say. The people are, oh, you can't say that. What are you supposed to say? What do you, when do you stop beating your wife? You know, when are you supposed to? <laughs> what, when? Yeah. What time is it? Oh, stop. So, the Daily Intelligencer. Whatever that is. From New York Magazine. Uh, I love this. They're accusing Roy Moore of anti-Semitism because he suggested that giant Democratic donor and horrible human being, George Soros, who is Jewish, is going to hell. So he happens to say George Soros, who'd be going to hell because he's a bad guy, happens to be Jewish since he's Jewish. Anti-Semitic. So if you say anything about somebody that's not Jewish, is it anti-Christian or whatever? They Are you kidding me right now? Moore said he's still going to the same place that people who don't recognize God morality and accept his salvation are going. Well, there's that. We recognize God, but whatever. Uh, he's a bad person. Does it mean he's anti-Semitic? Hmm. Uh, Jews do have different beliefs. But does it mean he's anti-Semitic? So Kayla Moore gets up in front of a crowd yesterday and says this. News would tell you that we don't care for Jews. I tell you all this because I've seen it all, so I just want to set the record straight while they're here. One of our attorneys is a Jew. very close friends that are Jewish and rabbis, and we also fellowship with them. Just one? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know. You need you need better attorneys. Anyway. Um, At least uh, three. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm Jewish, as you know, and I'm not offended by that. I mean, what are you supposed to say? How do you defend yourself if somebody calls you anti-Semitic? I mean, Trump has never stood up and said, hello, my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. hello, but yeah. I, it just it cracks me up. And you know, Steve Bannon, ah, oh, Steve Bannon's anti-Semitic. Ah, uh, he worked hand in hand with Andrew Breitbart. Who, I mean, what are you supposed to say? Nothing. What are you supposed to say? Thanks. See you later. I, I know it's just that's all I got. I'm be like, okay, thanks, bud. See you. Have a good one. So if you say that someone who happens to be Jewish is going to hell, it makes you anti-Semitic, or isn't it just anti that person? I would think so. I I don't know how you're how he's not wrong about that mm. though with George Soros being a the guy that he is. 
Yeah, I just he looks like the Emperor from Star Wars. He does, doesn't he? He sure does, and it scares me. Very scary looking dude. Very scary looking dude. Do anyway, it. do it. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, it's. I, I just—they're just desperate. There's, there's. You would think if he had that much money, he can get like a facelift or something. I don't know. Maybe he did. Oof. Go get the old one. Maybe back. he did. Anyway, I'm just saying. I know, I know, I know. Uh, if I was that rich, well, uh huh, I'd be asleep. Yes, <laughs> I hear you. I'd be on an island somewhere, just chilling out. You can't take the money with you. You might as well spend it. You know. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, look at the 651 on KNSD, AIM 790, 710 this morning. you got to hear the story about this. Uh, uh, it really is insane. Uh, this wife of the DOJ official that worked for Fusion GPS, I mean, this is just, this stinks. This stinks to high heaven. Are we? Am I going there as a Jew? I just, I just don't know. I don't, shrimp cocktail? Anyway, we'll continue. Uh, if we have time, I think we'll get to the story also. NFL Network, NFL's in trouble again. Now there's allegations of... Uh, some former players and analysts, current analysts that are apparently a little grabby, grabby, and a little dirty, dirty with some pictures and texts. That's coming up. There's been a lawsuit. KNST AIM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah. Ah, 707, how you doing? It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. How you doing? Everything good? Everything good? First night of Hanukkah tonight. Uh, Crazy times. Crazy times right now. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, turns out the New York City terrorist from yesterday, uh, the pipe bomb guy, the Bangladeshi guy, he came here. Through chain migration. Yep, he had a relative that got here, and the relative said, I want to bring my family here. So that's how he got here. Didn't really, I mean, did he pass the test? Did he, was he vetted? I mean, he was radicalized, I guess, when he got here. Apparently, he was a big jerk. Uh, nobody really liked him. He had an attitude problem. I saw interviews with New Yorkers uh, out there in Brooklyn where, where he lived. He thought he was better than us. You know, and that's what they were saying, things like that. So uh, chain migration. Where are Senators McCain, Flake, Congresswoman McSally? Listen, I've given up on Grijalva. He's, he's on a stool somewhere. So uh, where are the rest of these people calling for an end to this chain migration? The West Side Highway terrorist? You have this terrorist? Maybe we shouldn't do it because it's dumb. How come they're not saying anything? How come Jeff Flake is silent as hell on Twitter about this? Because he sucks. He is, he is a fraud. He is a phony. Where's McSally? She always stays quiet on this stuff. I just... Anyway... Uh, second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the Department of Justice official, Bruce Orr, who was demoted, it came out last week, we talked about it, because he, as the, at the Department of Justice, he had secret meetings, undisclosed meetings, with the head of Fusion GPS and the spa, former spy that wrote that fake Russian dossier about Trump. Fake dossier about Russia and Trump together. Um, turns out this DOJ official that didn't tell anybody about the meetings, his wife worked for Fusion GPS. Are you kidding me right now? You don't think the fix is in? And I have a story about McCain and what his involvement was with this situation to get that uh, dossier to the FBI. Oh, they're all working together. They were all trying to stop Trump. I mean, it's just obvious. Just obvious. Third thing I think you need to know is today is the day they vote in Alabama. Polls are open. Will it be Doug Jones or Roy Moore? We will find out. 
three things I think you need to know. Um, uh, the only thing really quick that Martha McSally wrote on Twitter 22 hours ago. Devastated to wake up to another terrorist attack in New York City. Thankfully, this one was unsuccessful. I commend our first responders for acting quickly to keep Americans safe, and I'm relieved that no one lost their life because of this cowardly act of violence. Stay strong, New York. That's all she wrote. Nothing about chain migration needing to end and stuff like that. Nobody's calling for the banning of bombs yet, are they? Uh, well, you know what? That, that'd be nice. Usually the bans work, which is why they want the bans. Good point. Good point. Bans of pipes and bombs. We'll get into more of this guy and uh, the uh, makeshift stuff that he did and, and why he did all that, all that other stuff. It's don't you go anywhere, but um, let's play the longer version. I wanted the longer version just so people, if they missed it, they can get the recap of this. Number nine, if you don't mind. This is a bombshell of a story. And it's not too soon to say that. Uh, Fox News has some great reporters. Whether it's Catherine Herridge, James Rosen, they break these stories. And... This all, goes ha- this all goes back to how the swamp, the establishment, the D.C. community, whether it is Republicans, Democrats, intelligence, Department of Justice officials, they did everything they could to try to find dirt on Trump to smear him to lose the election. They didn't want him in there. He's not part of the club. He's going to expose it for what it is, which he is doing, by the way, in a brilliant fashion. So last week, we told you about Bruce Orr, the Department of Justice official who was demoted. Now, when they wanted to find when Fox, he said, why was he demoted? The Department of Justice said, because he had two jobs. He was in charge of two things. It's too much. It's too much. And then they came out a couple hours later and said, all right, the real reason, because Fox, you're about to break this story, is that he had undisclosed meetings. He didn't tell anybody. He met with the head of Fusion GPS, which was the organization that was paid by Hillary and the Democrats to come up with that fake Russian dossier, 12.4 million bucks. So Fusion GPS was paid to do it, and they in turn subcontracted that out to a former spy named Christopher Steele. Turns out Bruce Orr met with Christopher Steele, a former spy, and the head of Fusion GPS didn't tell anybody. Now we find out, and again, why did that happen? Why didn't he tell anybody? What's going on? Was he not trying to get dirt to give to the FBI on the down low to say, bring this to the FISA judge to get a warrant to spy on Trump so maybe we could find something that he says that we can use against him? We can leak it out there? That's what I think is happening. So now we find out, though, it gets even crazier. This Bruce Orr, this demoted DOJ official, didn't tell anybody about his meetings. His freaking wife worked for Fusion GPS. Listen to this story from James Rosen. Here we go. Fox News was the first to tell you last week about the abrupt demotion on Wednesday of Bruce Orr, the associate deputy attorney general who was stripped of that title and his fourth floor office at Maine Justice amid an ongoing investigation into his contacts Mm. with the two leading figures in the controversy over the dossier, meetings that DOJ officials told Fox News Orr had withheld from his superiors. House Intelligence Committee staff uncovered that Orr met last year with both Christopher Steele, the former British spy who authored the dossier with input from Russian sources, and that Orr also met last year with Glenn Simpson, the founder of Fusion GPS, the opposition research firm that paid Mr. Steele with funding from the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee. Now Fox News has confirmed that Nellie Orr, an academic Russia expert Uh and the wife of Bruce Orr, Uh worked for Fusion GPS last year indeed was paid by the opposition research firm through the summer and fall of 2016. 
a timeline that places her on the company payroll around the time the dossier was funneled to the FBI, uh -oh. and perhaps up through the election, some two weeks after which her husband met secretly with Glenn Simpson. Whoa. The House Intelligence Committee Chairman Nunes told Fox News in a statement today is looking into all facets of the connections between the Department of Justice and Fusion GPS, including Mr. Orr, unquote. Whoa. This is huge. You hear about this anywhere else? How come this is not the lead story everywhere? Any idea? They don't want it to be? But Trump drinking 12 Diet Cokes. CNN reports on that, right? It's important. It's very It's very important. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I mean, again, my theory. What is your theory? My theory is that they were trying, they were they were colluding. It wasn't Republicans, it wasn't Democrats, it was the swamp, which consists of both. And the intelligence community, the bigwigs at the FBI, they wanted to do everything they could to stop Trump from winning. That's what it comes down to. I mean, what more can it be, right? 880-KNST, 880-5678, pound 250. And just ask for Garrett Lewis when the prompt comes up. That gets into the same call I'm trying to, you know, save your, your fingertips. Uh, and it gets even murkier besides that. I mean, this is just, this is, the whole government is so damn corrupt. We knew it was bad, but not this bad. I did. Well, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's not conspiracy when it's proven to well, be true. Well, now it's proven to be true. I mean, it's, this, this is, this is quite, uh, quite sick. These people are. Power drunk, not even power hungry. Well, what they say is absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes, and, and they've all had the power. Yep, and it's all doing it. And notice, by the way, nothing, nothing from McCain, nothing from Flake, nothing saying, man, this is bad what's going on here. And yet all you get, and I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say this enough. This is just too much. Jeff Flake tweets out last tweet was Friday, December 8th in reaction to the president's speech in Pensacola where the president said it's a sick system. It's rigged, blah, blah. Jeff Flake tweets out December 8th. This is not a sick system, Mr. President, nor is it a rigged system. Let's not so distrust in our democratic institutions. Let's not so distrust. How can we trust our democratic institutions right now when you were all working in cahoots? I mean, this is this is insanity. But hey, this is why Flake is gone. People realized he's corrupt. He is he is slimy. He can't be trusted. He can't. If he literally tries to tell us that this, this is not a sick system and it's not rigged, you're nuts, man. I mean, even the Democrats say it's rigged. They rigged it for Hillary over Bernie. Donna Brazile even said it happened. Her whole book was about it. Now, John McCain, now I want you to hear more audio, okay? There was another report on Fox. Catherine Herridge did this. Let me ask you a quick question, though. No. What? Maybe uh, Flake is so nonchalant about this because he maybe he's the kid in the class that nobody likes he was never invited to be any part a part of any of the special clubs hmm. or secret meetings and that's why he's so like clueless in all of this stuff no no i don't buy it he's been in congress he was the, he was in the the house i think starting in the year 2000 or 2001 sure he's been there for at least 16 years he knows what's going on dude he knows he had his own self-interest though he's that he had to back his own special interests and push his own agenda so Okay. That, that's what I think. Again, he could prove me wrong. I hope he does. That I would hope prove me be, right. Exactly. You know what? He's he's welcome on this show anytime. He wasn't invited to play reindeer games. Anytime. Well, you know. Uh, hang on. Uh, it's 717 right now on KNST AM 790. Uh, I want to also play a McCain soundbite because they did this story on Fox about the uh, involvement of John McCain. 
because it was a go between. It was John McCain and apparently some guy uh, from Canada. No, from 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 Britain, from Britain, who got together, uh, and uh, he was the go between. He connected John McCain with this dossier written by Fusion GPS. He was he was that he was buddy. This guy was buddy with Christopher Steele, the spy, former spy that wrote this for, for Fusion GPS, and he's buddy with John McCain. He wanted to put them together. As a matter of fact, um, I will I will let I want you to hear that coming up. It's seven eighteen. We got to take quick time out. You got to hear this report, and you sit back and say. Why is John McCain eerily silent about all of this? Why? The guy opens his mouth about everything. Except this. We'll get to it and get your reactions coming up. 718, we're back in uh, in 5. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. We'll charge you for that. But we could. 725. We should. I, I know. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like it and follow it. Uh... In about, uh, I don't know, 13, 14 minutes, we'll play the uh, Leah Marquez Peterson, if you missed it. Uh, what she said about chain migration. I asked her yesterday when she was in studio in the 8 o'clock hour, would you like to end chain migration? And it's uh, horribly ironic considering that we know that the uh, New York City terrorist got here uh, via chain migration. And she wants to be in Congress. She is uh, in over her head. Who says uh, you you should be there? But with the ego, because you're head of the Chamber of Commerce and people, eh, whatever. This is why you sit back and say, maybe the people in D.C. are not the brightest bulbs. I'm just, and nothing against you. She's a nice person, but what she said was so numbing to the brain that it's just, so we'll get to that. See how nice I'm being? I'm being very nice about that. Now, let's get back to the dossier thing for just a second, because all this news is coming down that, again, the guy that, uh, the DOJ official that was demoted for secretly meeting with the head of Fusion GPS to try to you know make this whole thing happen. I'm telling you, give it to FBI people to go to FISO judge and say, let's spy on Trump. Here's the evidence. His wife worked for freaking Fusion GPS. Is that not a conflict of interest? Did you not know? She worked during the entire time what the campaign was going on. Are you nuts? So now I want to play for you another story that Fox News had about uh, the dossier and the guy that was the go-between. He was the one between McCain and the spy who was paid by Fusion GPS to write it. All right? Okay, are you following me? Are you following me? Uh, he is a British guy, and this uh, this is what this is the story. You'll hear the guy and McCain's involvement. Here we go. Let's let's play number eleven. Uh, this is it from Fox yesterday. Here we go. Three weeks after Donald Trump won the presidential election at the Canadian Security Conference, the details were finalized for the dossier handoff to Senator McCain. Along with the senator, Sir Andrew Wood, and McCain Institute staffer David J. Kramer attended the Canadian conference. British court records state McCain told Kramer to get a personal briefing from Steele outside of London and then return to Washington, D.C. Fusion GPS would provide Senator McCain with hard copies. In January, Senator McCain gave the dossier to the FBI that already had its own copy from Steele. The senator's office had no comment and referred Fox to a previous statement that said he could not judge its accuracy. Kramer has not responded to multiple requests for comment. Did you hear? Go back back to about 15 seconds into that thing, uh, Ryan, if you don't mind. The 15 seconds. We're going to play something John McCain said. In just a segment, listen, play that. And McCain Institute staffer David McCain. J. Kramer off, attended. Hang on, so, so remember, really quick, if you go back, there was a story came out months and months and months ago about George Soros donating big money to the McCain Institute at Arizona State. And John McCain's uh, office's response was, he has really nothing to do with the McCain Institute at ASU. It just has his name on it. 
Yet, apparently, he has so much to do with it that the guy that runs the McCain Institute was taken by John McCain to this particular conference, and John McCain sent that guy who runs the McCain Institute, same guy, to go meet with that former spy, Christopher Steele, to pick up the fake Russian dossier. But McCain has nothing to do with the McCain Institute. That's gotten major cash donations from George Soros. Just saying. I never met with that guy. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. Uh huh. Well, I'm just, but he's lying about it. Now, let's play. Here we go. Let's let's play play it. Here we go. Attended the Canadian conference. British court records state McCain told Kramer to get a personal briefing from Steele outside of London and then return to Washington, D.C. Fusion GPS provides. Okay. And give him part of it. Go. Go, go, go get a briefing. Get a briefing. Nothing to do with, the, with the, uh, his, his own institute at ASU, but he told the, guy that run, told the guy that runs it, go get a briefing. Now, that's very big to know because there's only one soundbite that we have. Um, no, no, we got, yes, yes, yes. Where John McCain, can you open that up? What was the date we put that in? That was January 18th. It was right after McCain admitted that he got his hands on the dossier and gave it to the FBI, even though they had it. Now, you just heard that. McCain told his guy, go get a briefing on this and then come back to me and tell me what it is, right? And get the hard copy. Yeah, this is what John McCain said January 18th of this uh, this year. Here we go. But the president-elect has a point. This uh, information, this damning information, which, by the way, was provided to me, and I made no judgment on it, but handed it over to the FBI. Mm. But the fact that this uh, unvalidated, uh, to say the least, document was leaked is somebody's responsibility. So the president-elect does have a point here. I mean, after all. So uh, I I think that that's uh, something that may be missing in this discussion. So... He knows nothing about it. It's unvalidated, but he had his guy get a briefing on it. Was it not validated by the fact that you sent your guy to go get the briefing from the guy that actually wrote the report? Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every right to be mad. And it's not validated. And, you know, I just turned it over. No judgment. I just turned it over. No judgment. Oh, yeah. And then McCain still, it was at, oh, when was this? Uh, oh, the day before. Okay, talking about the dossier, here we go. No, Martha, I I received that information from a credible source, and I thought the only thing for me to do would be to give it to the FBI. if I had sat on that on that information and done nothing, I think it would have been uh, a, a breach of my uh, oath of office. Uh, so I gave it to the director of the FBI because I thought it was important to get it into the right hands. From a good source, a former spy that was being paid, being paid to make up this stuff, and then uh, Fusion GPS was being was was told that we need to push this to five news networks, including I think it was CNN, New York Times, Yahoo News, and a couple of others. We got to push this fake news that way, dude. He, I'm t- his own words to me prove that he was in on this, that he was in on this. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight pound two fifty. And you can get in on the show as well. Just ask for Garrett Lewis. Same listener line. Uh, it, it, you know, John McCain will talk about anything and everything except this. Now, except this. Uh, he knew what he was sending his guy into. Go get a briefing on this. And then he's unvalidated. I mean, really? It just smells real fishy, doesn't it? It smells fishy. Uh, we'll get your reaction coming up. Stay, stay strong. Just chill out. Be patient. And we got to play also Leah Marquez-Peterson's Really strange uh, and ignorant statement 
about chain migration when asked if she uh, agrees with it or wants it changed, uh, especially after it comes to light that the New York City terrorists got here via chain migration. That's coming up as well. Don't go anywhere. Here's the latest from Fox. Stop procrastinating. Stop procrastinating. Go to the Goodfeet store. Grant and Swan right next to Bed Bath & Beyond. Get that gift that's going to help someone live a better life. Now that is, I mean, all the gifts you can get, and there are a lot of great gifts, the gift to give someone a pain-free life so they can be happy again, they can enjoy life, they can do things with a the family, they don't have to be a vegetable like a couch potato. They don't have to do that anymore. Go to the Goodfeet store. People live in pain. Do you know someone that does this? A mom, a dad, maybe both, a husband, a wife, maybe you, whatever. Maybe even some kids. Get the Goodfeet Arch Supports. They fit in all different size uh, sneakers, shoes, dress shoes, wedges, high heels, you name it. It's there. I wear them in rollerblades. I play roller hockey. I wear them all the time. I can't go anywhere without them. Over time, your feet flatten out. When that happens, you put extra pressure because you're not standing with perfect posture, perfect balance, right? These arch supports prop up your arch. You can put the weight of the body on your arch. And when you do that, you're supposed to do that. It could take 7,000 pounds of pressure. When you do that, everything's in alignment. The pain goes away. You're happier. That person is happier. They can walk. They can run. They can exercise. They can simply live a pain-free life. This is the gift they'll remember because they'll use it every day. The Good Feet Store. takes only 30 minutes to get it. Lifetime guarantee. Grant and Swan, right next to Bed Bath & Beyond. Call 800 Newwalk for Good Feet, your arch support store. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 740, come on, I like this beat. It's good. Yes, even though Kanye West is actually in the song with the words, he guests in it. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Uh, The sun is out there. It is going to warm up. It is going to be nice. Uh, Three things. Number one, the terrorists in New York City got here to this country via chain migration. Uh, We don't need to change that, though, do we? Why hasn't John McCain or Jeff Flake spouted off about that? Don't spout off about Trump sneezing the wrong way, these clowns. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know is that the uh, Department of Justice official that was demoted, Bruce Orr, demoted last week because apparently, again, and, and you heard this, right? He was demoted because he didn't tell people that he met secretly with the head of Fusion GPS and the spy that wrote that fake news Russia Trump dossier. Turns out his wife worked for Fusion GPS. Are you kidding me? They all are in on it. Where's McCain on this? Third thing, I think you need to know, decision day down there in Alabama. Uh, is it going to be Doug Jones? Is it going to be Roy Moore? Keep it to KNST AM 790. Listen on iHeart, on the iHeart app at KNST.com. Get the latest there. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, we'll get to Leah Marquez-Peterson in just a second. Uh, but this whole John McCain aspect to these, uh, this dossier is pretty incredible. And Brian's been waiting a long time. And I appreciate it. Brian, welcome to KNST. What's up, man? Oh, it's worth it, man. I get to dig on John McCain on the radio. There you go. There you go. Okay, so so either he's in on it or he's not, right? So let's assume he's not in on it. Well, that would make him the dupe, right? The schmuck, right? Okay. So is he going to tolerate that? They've taken advantage of him, and he's going to be silent. He doesn't have an opinion on that. He doesn't want special counsel for anything. He's, he's willing to accept the fact that they duped him and made him look like an idiot. You're, I that, find that, that shocking. That, that, that is a great, great point. Because, I mean, and again, he would never want to look like an idiot. He wants to prove he's right because his ego is too big. I mean, it's huge. And then, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, you know, he's being played for a patsy. No, he's he's totally, and you know this. It's a great point. And you know what? Somebody called up and told Ryan that soundbite that McCain said. What he, what he said that, 
You know what? I want you to hear this, Brian. Yeah, play the one who was, Trump was right to be mad. L- just listen to the words John McCain uses. Here we go. But the president-elect has a point. This uh, information, this damning information, which, by the way, was provided to me, and I made no judgment on it, but handed it over to the FBI. But the fact that this uh, unvalidated, uh, to say the least, document okay, was that's leaked. Okay, that's it. So it's, so yeah, hang on, 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 hang on. This is, this, listen to his words. This is damning information, but at the same time, unvalidated. Well, how can it be damning if it's not validated and it's not true? Plus, how could it be damning? It's about two prostitutes peeing on a bed. Well, I'm uh, just glad Trump didn't get those prostitutes in an elevator. He might have tried to pay them to kiss them. Yeah, well, yeah. he grabbed them somewhere, right? There you go. Oh, it's too much. Brian, man, great points, dude. I appreciate it, brother. Thank see, you, for see, you too. See you later. Not only that, but he says he made no judgment on it. He made a judgment on it to give it to the FBI. Well, I, just, I just had to do that. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't be able to live on my shelf. Well, you have to I look know. at the material. And then John McCain decide. just tried to create some kind of narrative, yeah. right, that would just make Trump look bad. They try again over and over and over. I got a great email about this. This is, this is right. You ready? Yeah. What's really incredible is despite illegal wiretapping, lying, Dirty tricks. The entire Justice Department, FBI, NSA, all trying actively and illegally to defeat Trump. He still beats over a dozen of the best career politicians the Republicans have, then beats Hillary and wins. And he's never run before. But he's stupid, right? Isn't he? That's what they say, he's stupid. Yep. By the way, the Trumpster did tweet about uh, all this stuff. Uh, about these chicks coming forward. Now, we'll get to the Leah Marquez-Peterson stuff in just one second about what she said yesterday, which was, I mean, just, again, mind-numbing, to say the least. Mind-numbing. Um, the Trumpster, uh, you ready for this, about those random three random chicks that come forward? He nailed it three hours ago. Uh, despite thousands of hours wasted and millions of dollars spent, the Democrats have been unable to show any collusion with Russia, so now they're moving on to the false accusations and fabricated stories of women who I don't know and or have never met. Fake news. He's right. He's right. By the way, when did John get that dossier? Um, before the uh, before he released it. How long had he had it? I think it was after the election, but before the end of last year. I, I don't know. I forget. It, it came out in January of this past year that he's the one that gave it to Jim Comey, even though the FBI already had it. Hmm. So there's that. All right, let's uh, let's play this. This is very, very important in my estimation. Yesterday, Leah Marquez-Peterson's on the show. Friday, I said, uh, you know, this is crazy. It's weird. I just don't get it. Uh, this story came out that she's going to run for the seat that Martha McSally currently has, a two-term incumbent Republican, and Leah's a Republican. Martha, as you know, uh, worst-kept secret ever that she's going to challenge Kelly Ward. So she's going to challenge Kelly Ward for the Senate seat. She told apparently David Schweiker that a congressman, he told the media, she has said nothing since. It's like a big mess. And all of a sudden she said she's going to announce her run for Congress. So she came on the show yesterday to clarify that. She said, look, I'm only going to run if Martha runs for Senate. If Martha doesn't run for Senate, I'm going to not run for Congress. I want her to know that she'd be okay. Like there's going to be a good Republican there. I'm like, okay. So she was on. I wanted to, to, to hear about certain things because she's, uh, Leah is also the head of the Tucson uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and uh, she came on this show and was not for the wall. Sent a bad message, blah, blah, and I always said, how can you be against the wall? The wall doesn't stop goods from coming over. They're not going to block the border, you know, the, the border checkpoints. They're not going to block uh, the, the stations. 
Um, it's going to block where bad people come and illegal aliens come. How is that bad? So all of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm, I'm for the wall if it's necessary in certain places. I mean, it's just it's like political doublespeak already. So she comes on the show. She's a very nice person, but I just don't think she's up for the gig. It's not personal. It is what it is. Because then I asked her about chain migration. We had that terrorist attack yesterday. And you know, the guy from the West Side Highway on, on Halloween, six weeks ago, he got to this country via chain migration, turned out to be a terrorist. This guy got radicalized to be a terrorist. His whole family sucks from Bangladesh, right? Uh, they're going after the cops. They, they're just they're terrible. People living in Brooklyn said this guy had a major attitude problem. He thought he was better than everybody. He sucked too. Then nobody liked him. So this guy makes a freaking pipe bomb. In the name of ISIS, he's mad that Trump moved the cap of the embassy to uh, Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. And then he decided to detonate the bomb, walk through the Port Authority when he saw Christmas lights. Because he's like, man, Muslims are being killed. Those are Christmas lights. Screw it. All Akbar. And they, you know, detonate. Horrible. He's alive. Nobody's killed, thank God. However, however, uh, he got here through chain migration. We learned that yesterday afternoon. I called it yesterday. I said, watch. Watch him get here through chain migration. And there, there should be members of Congress jumping through the ceiling, jumping on TV and the radio saying, I'm going to get rid of it because it needs to go. So I asked Leah Marquez, uh, Marquez Peterson about immigration, about Trump's agenda and about chain migration. Uh, and again, this is before that we knew before we knew this guy got here through chain migration. But this is what she said. Here we go. OK, but but when it comes to merit based versus just chain, I mean, would you like to end chain migration? Well, right now it's based on the country you're in and there's so many visas eligible and, and there's such a small, uh, percentage of those that want to come in from various countries. I think we need to rework that entire complex system. Well, would, would you want to end chain migration though? Chain migration? What do you mean by that? When one person is admitted here and they could bring, uh, it's somewhere 20 to 2 to, I mean, they, on average, I think a person coming here from Mexico brings something close to six relatives here with them. That's why the guy, the guy that uh, did the terrorist attack up in New York, he drove into people on the West Side Highway. Uh, he got here on the lottery and was able to bring, I believe it was 22 or 23 members of his family here via chain migration. I, mean, I think the, the bigger question is how do we bring people here to work who perhaps want to rate, get money to do that? That's uh, something that make a big difference back in their countries. And then have no, them no, no, go but home. I mean, you, don't, you don't think this is a big deal with the chain migration, though? No, I, they, they, I, they were I terrorist think attacks. Certainly people it's a, came here and committed terrorist attacks right, and that's, via chain migration. But I think that the bigger question is how do you come here, make a better economic condition for your family, and then go home? Maybe it's not the chain migration that's the ultimate answer, but it's folks heading back with their dollars so they don't, we don't have to break up families. What? the hell does that even mean so we don't have to break up families so we should just let people in because their family members want to come here hmm. well that'll there make money and then go back home yeah well the exact yeah, yes you I, said I, I i i'm still confused by the whole thing about no maybe we shouldn't just let people in we're the best country in the world it makes no sense to let someone in not based on merit but based on well they have a they have an uncle here because that's what it comes down to this guy got here because he had siblings. I mean, this is the craziest stuff ever. Um, he came from Bangladesh, apparently with his parents and three or four siblings, all of them sponsored by his aunt or uncle. Imagine the people that have been waiting in line for years, right? Years. And they still have to wait. But then all of a sudden, you know, somebody's uncle's here. Oh, I want to bring in my nephew and everybody else. That's okay. That's why I told him, like, you're the head of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. People, any Chamber of Commerce, it's all about cheap labor. No, 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 no. no. Yes. You flood the market with people 
Uh, you're going to get cheaper labor costs. It drives down wages. Whatever. Seven fifty. That's why she, you know what? She is not qualified for Congress. Or maybe she is. Maybe they're all just dumb as hell anyway. So, I mean, there you go. Uh, 7.50, we'll continue in 5. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Save 10%. Well, some of them. Yes. Hi, 8.07. It's your morning ritual. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, we meet Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Oh, wait till you hear what is about to happen. First, though. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, the old number one. Turns out that the terrorist from uh, that, that did the, the New York City bombing yesterday got to this country via chain migration. Second terrorist in six weeks. Second terrorist attack in six weeks from a, a terrorist that got here via chain migration in this country. And, of course, what I asked Leah Marquez-Peterson yesterday, who wants to apparently run for Congress, uh, the head of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber, she's in studio, I asked her, what do you think about chain migration? And she didn't even know what the hell it was. Holy smokes, we've been playing it all morning. The, my interview with her is on my page at knst.com. You can listen to it. I, I would do it after the show. Uh, also on my iHeartRadio channel, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis, or on the iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis. You can hear the whole interview. And your jaw will drop, okay? Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know. Turns out Bruce Orr, the Department of Justice official that was demoted last week. It came out, he was was actually demoted months ago, but it came out last week he was demoted at the Department of Justice. And he was one of the top, top, top people there. He was demoted because he apparently didn't disclose, he, he kept a secret, that he had secret meetings with the head of Fusion GPS that paid that was paid by Hillary to come up with this fake Russian Trump dossier, Hillary and the Democrats, and he met with the head of Fusion GPS and the former spy that wrote that fake thing. He didn't tell anybody. Now it turns out the breaking news from Fox that guy's wife worked for Fusion GPS. It's all related. This this is a very deep swamp filled with lots of creatures, and it's being drained. Third thing I think you need to know: it is decision day. In Alabama, Doug Jones, Roy Moore, we'll see what happens. You'd never think an Alabama Senate election would actually, bless you, you do it to me, you do it to me. You'd never think an Alabama Senate election would be so dramatic, would you? Holy smokes. Everything's dramatic in this world now. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Now there's new news about lawsuits. First off, the NFL apparently... 30% 30% dip in Sunday night football ratings. They still don't get it. All the pictures, the stadiums are actually becoming more empty every single weekend. And yet the NFL owners gave Goodell a contract extension. Somewhere Jerry Jones is going, what the hell is going on here? You guys are ruining my business. How could you do this? So the NFL has some major problems, and now it's about to get worse because now the NFL is being hit with sexual harassment lawsuits, this time at the NFL Network. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Wait until you hear these details. And then I have for you sound bites. We'll go back. When did Trump say that stuff? Like two months ago, maybe? Fire these SOBs. You know, wish the owners would fire these SOBs for kneeling. And you'll hear some of these guys from the NFL Network. Uh, one of them that is being uh, is named in this lawsuit for being a major sexual harasser. Act as if Donald Trump is the worst person ever. And what he said was the worst. And how could we ever get past this? And blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. So let's go to this lawsuit. Let me tell you about this. This is pretty. This is this is. And I know it's just a lawsuit. Doesn't mean they're guilty. Um. 
there is apparently uh, there was a female worker, an employee, uh, Jamie Cantor. Jamie Cantor. She was a wardrobe specialist at the NFL Network. Apparently, an executive producer and two on-air former players, on-air analysts at the NFL Network, according to her lawsuit, were engaged in repeated acts of sexual harassment. Uh, you never know if this is true or not true, if people are just coming out with this. I mean, you don't even know what to believe anymore, which is sad, because you don't want to just throw guys under the bus and believe the chicks, but you don't want to trash the chicks and not believe them. But when there are pictures and videos involved, it's a bit much, isn't it? It's a bit much. Um, story uh, from Bloomberg. NFL Network, by the way, has already suspended these three people, uh, an executive and two on-air people, former players. The ex-players include Marshall Falk, former St. Louis Rams running back, and Heath Evans, former fullback, I think, for the Patriots and the Saints, maybe some others, I don't know. Um, and a former executive producer that you don't know who the hell this person is, but he stinks. Anyway, former executive producer at the NFL Network, Ex-players Marshall Falk, Heath Evans, allegedly groped and made sexually explicit comments, and more, by the way, to a female colleague, a former wardrobe specialist named Jamie Cantor. It's according to an amended complaint by Cantor, who used to work for the NFL Network. Uh, In her her complaint, in her lawsuit, uh, she says the executive, uh, the executive, I'm trying to, uh, last name Weinberger, sent, quote, several nude pictures of himself and sexually explicit texts. So once you have that, I mean, how do you deny it at that point, right? What are these, are people dumb when it comes to, like, paper trails? Do you not think it's going to come back to bite you, you idiot? I mean, first off, you're creepy and you should never do that. But do you not think it's going to come back to bite you in the butt? That's why you get apprehensive about writing email at work because it's something that could be used against you. And anyway... Um, this executive at the NFL Network sent several nude pictures of himself and sexually explicit texts and told her she was, quote, put on earth to pleasure me, end quote. He also pressed his crotch against Cantor's shoulder, asked her to touch it, according to the complaint. Don't know if he took it out, but he asked her to touch it. She said she was also sexually harassed by on-air talent, including Marshall Falk, who's an NFL Network analyst. She said Marshall Falk would would uh, ask this Jamie Cantor, quote, deeply personal and invasive questions, end quote, about her sex life and fondled her breasts and groped her from behind, according to the complaint. Now, this executive uh, at, at the NFL Network left uh, the NFL Network, and he is with the Bill Simmons Media Group. He's a former ESPN guy. But his current employer suspended him as well, citing the, quote, serious and disturbing allegations in the lawsuit. Lawsuit alleges a uh, really wide pattern of sexual harassment. I mean, a really big one by um, these guys. And and there's more, too. There's one more. Ike Taylor. Um, Cantor names uh, these players. Some no longer work at the channel, including Donovan McNabb, by the way, who uh, uh, was very upset at Rush Limbaugh. It, that goes back a, a, a while, a long time. Supervisors. Apparently saw this happen and did nothing to help this Jamie Cantor, who was fired from the network last year. Yep, fired from the network. Uh, New York Times reporting on it. NFL Network suspended Marshall Falk, Keith Evans, and Ike Taylor, former defensive back for the Steelers. 
pending an investigation into allegations of sexual harassment and assault. In the complaint, um, there's more uh, details about what Marshall Falk did. Apparently, not only did he ask questions about her sex life and fondle her breasts, he also pulled out his genitals demanding oral sex, according to this complaint. Uh, Heath Evans, the former fullback, sent nude pictures and propositioned her. Again, sending the pictures. I'm sure she has them all. Why would she erase them, right? Ike Taylor, former cornerback, sent a video that showed him masturbating. She left the network. uh, Oh, she said that Weinberger left the network in 2015. She said that that executive Weinberger groped her and put his crotch against her, like I said earlier. Uh, She also says she was harassed by Donovan McNabb, who used to be an NFL Network analyst. Now he works for ESPN. She was also said she was harassed by Warren Sapp, who, by the way, got busted in, remember, the the Super Bowl in Phoenix or Glendale last year? Uh, He got busted with a couple of prostitutes in his room. Because and the reason I got busted is he refused to pay them, and all, then and then I, and then he was fired for that. All but, I can keep thinking is uh, terms like personal foul. Yeah, oh my god! Twenty years roughing the pa- yeah rough, <laughs> roughing the roughing. Pass- oh my pass- god! I know. She said she was also uh, harassed yes, by former network employee Mark Watts. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh huh. Wow. Um, uh, McNabb left the NFL Network in 2013, had a job with Fox Sports, but then lost that after pleading guilty to drunken driving in November 2015. Now he works for ESPN. So many ESPN, I think. Um, Laura Horton, a lawyer for this woman, said the supervisors knew about it. Supervisors observed it. It was insidious in this particular environment. So is this kind of like a Today Show thing where like Matt Lauer, you know, people people knew it. Apparently, they say everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Um, now they're, uh, and this is right, by the way, it was last week, I think Roger Goodell signed a $200 million contract extension last week. And there's more Deadspin actually got the entire complaint. Uh, and it says right here, it gets even into more graphic detail. Heath Evans, the former player sent, uh, the plaintiff nude, nude is what from the complaint itself sent plaintiff nude pictures of himself on at least two separate occasions. Mr. Evans constantly propositioned plaintiff to have sex with him. Mr. Evans also made several sexually inappropriate comments to plaintiff, such as, quote, you're making me horny and needed to get into you. I can't say how. Is that a... I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. As time went on, <laughs> it says here in the complaint, Mr. Falk became more aggressive, such as inviting plaintiff to his hotel room. Um, let's just say doing something and pulling out his genitals in front of her. He did something to his own genitals while pulling them out in front of her. That encroachment? Pointing to his crotch and asking plaintiff, quote, when are you going to get on this already? So apparently invited her to his hotel room, whipped out his junk, and said, when are you going to get on this already? Apparently he pinned this woman against the wall demanding oral sex while he pulled his pants down. Another former analyst, Eric Eric Davis, loved really rough sex, wanted to spank her to leave marks. He said to her, I would love to, he would love to be able to spank her so it would leave marks. Apparently, Mr. Davis also asked the plaintiff to have rough sex with him, said he wanted to choke the plaintiff until she begged him to stop. I mean, these are really sick people. Also, it says here, while plaintiff was working on set on a ladder, Mr. Davis grabbed her behind, slid his hand between her legs, 
touched her privates while saying, quote, I can't handle your behind. It is so luscious. When plaintiff slapped his hand away, Mr. Davis aggressively told plaintiff to never push his hand away again. They have problems. They have major, major problems. Um, now, when we get back, you're going to hear uh, NFL Network analysts, one being Marshall Falk. Uh, but these are all NFL Network analysts. It was the day, it was, it was the Sunday, it was two days after President Trump's Friday Alabama speech. This is going back a couple months. When... Um, when Trump told people, you know, he was up there, he said, I wish, you know, these NFL owners would fire these sons of, <clears throat> and these guys acted as if Trump basically gave them a death sentence. They, you have to hear what these guys were saying, how Trump's words were so hurtful, so offensive, how it's tearing the country apart, everything else. Yet these guys, one of them is alleged to have do, done some of this nasty stuff. I mean, if there's pictures, there's texts. I mean, it's crazy. If this was rampant throughout, they're ripping Trump, but these other guys turned a blind eye. Wait till you hear their complaints about Trump, but apparently they had no problem with a woman allegedly being abused. That's coming up in five. You have to hear this to believe it. Don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Okay. 827, thanks for hanging out. Uh, 75 for a high today. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis, at Garrett Lewis, two R's, one T. Okay? There you go. Do it. Uh, I want you to hear Marshall Falk first. Marshall Falk, again, who's named in this lawsuit, who, according to this woman, again, there's pictures. I'm assuming that the pictures and videos, she still has as evidence. They have it in the in the complaint. This woman who worked for the NFL Network says she was basically sexually harassed by so many of the people there. Uh, a couple of executives, a whole bunch of former players that were analysts. I mean, it seems like it was pretty rampant. You think people wouldn't know about it? They didn't see it? I mean, is it big? Is it not big? I don't know. It's like the Today Show, Matt Lauer, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, everyone knew. Everyone knew. Is this what's going to come out with this? And yet these holier-than-thou NFL players uh, that right after Trump gave that speech in Alabama where he said these owners should fire these SOBs for you know kneeling during the pledge, they acted as if that was like the end of the world. Uh, I want you to hear Marshall Falk, who is named, uh, react to what the president said, and you'll notice the irony. Here we go. I just believe that it's sad that, uh, that our pre president lacks the moral compass on things to wow. say and things to talk about. Wow. Um, when we have so much going on in our country, uh, you want to attack people for expressing themselves and their freedoms in this country. And, and you say things um, like suggesting what an owner should do to a player uh, for, for just, just exercising his right. Pause it. Wow. Uh, says the guy alleged to have uh, forced a uh, female to observe his genitals and tell her to uh, <clears throat> do some things to it and pin her against the wall, allegedly, according to the complaint, and demand oral sex. Lacking the moral compass, huh? Really, Marshall Falk? Really? Wow. Oh, it, it, you know, everybody that attacks the president winds up usually getting roasted, don't they? Let's continue some Marshall Falk. Here we go. To, to, to protest peacefully. Um, I, I really do not know where, where to go with this and where we are going and why um, this is where it is right now. Um, we, uh, I mean, we, we find a way to, to be one, um, not just on this show, but in this country. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, we put a lot of differences aside to make sure that, that we can 
um, we can live together and, 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 uh, and enjoy this great country. Mm -hmm. And time and time again, divisive things are being divisive said things. By, by our leader, the leader of the free world. Free world. Um, and it's, it's taken us down the path that, and, and let's be honest, we, we are unsure. We don't know. We don't know where this is This is leading us. Wow. There you go. The uh, the moral compass of the NFL Network right there, uh, Marshall Falk. Let's hear Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen, right above the 14. Rich Eisen started off that show, and I was watching this. I had to feed my son. I'm like, oh, my. Because I knew they were going to say crazy things. Uh, Rich Eisen goes after Trump. Meanwhile, some of his – he is like the head honcho. He's like the lead anchor of the NFL Network. You didn't know any of this stuff was happening, Rich? You really – no clue? Maybe you didn't have a clue. Listen to Rich. I just wanted to say this in case the president of the United States is out there that offensive speech should not be tolerated in this country and offensive behavior mm. that tears down the fabric of this country. Yeah. Like we saw in Charlottesville should be called out. What is going on in the we field did, yeah. in the National Football League while the national anthem being played is not that. Mm. It's not that. What about what's going on in the NFL Network studios and dressing rooms and hotel rooms? And what about that, Rich? What about that, Rich? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, get your reaction. Pound 250. Ask for Garrett Lewis on the movie phone voice guy. Says, what do you like? He said, Garrett Lewis gets right in also. Uh, just these guys, they just don't get it. Uh, I got a couple more after the break uh, in about six minutes. Uh, Michael Irvin and then Kurt Warner. Good old Kurt Warner, Arizona Cardinals, former Arizona Cardinals uh, quarterback, Kurt Warner, who is such a good guy, and I've heard he's a great guy and everything else. And uh, talk about a moral compass. Did he not see what was going on? Did he not know about this? Did he turn a blind eye to it as well? Is this not what Trump talked about on that Billy Bush tape, by the way, when he said you could just grab these chicks by the... Because it seems to be like what these players were doing. They, they think they can get away with this stuff. You know, I've grabbed girls. I'm the NFL. I'm a star. I'm in college. I'm a star. I can get away with this. They want it. Hmm. We didn't hear what uh, good old Kurt Warner said about this. Oh, boy. About the flag, about all this stuff. It's coming up right now. Here's the latest on KNST from Fox. Save 10%. Framed to perfection. I'm telling you, this is where you can go, right? You can go and get a great gift for someone. Something that's very important. If you're like, oh, I got to rack my brain. What do I get somebody? You ever think maybe there's a great picture, great photograph? Maybe, maybe it's a great vacation spot that you and your honey went to, and you're like, you know what? This is a great memory. It would be great to make that into a frame, to hang somewhere in the house, the bedroom, or living, wherever it might be. Get rid of the stress. Get it done. Go to Framed to Perfection because they have a computer program called Picture It First. Instead of dealing with the stressor, I brought in this you know, boxing glove or this sports memorabilia or photograph, a picture, a letter, whatever it might be. I got to get a frame, but it's just too stressful. The selection is too big. They were winning too much. It's too big. No, no. Just pick out. You know, they, they have, listen, they have 1,000 in-stock frames. They have 7,000 to choose from. All different color matting. Try a few. Because when you take a corner of a frame and you take the matting and you put the whatever you want frame on top of it, they take a picture of it, and within seconds, within seconds, you see the finished product. So you can see if it looks good or doesn't look good. You could even leave it up to them. Hey, what do you think will look good for this? They'll email you 8, 10, 12, whatever you want, different kinds, or five different kinds of options. You could see what your, your product looks like finished, so you know exactly what you're going to get. Because there's nothing worse than getting something framed and going, oh, man, that doesn't look like I thought it would. Only at Frame to Perfection. Two locations, Oracle, One Light North of Ina, right next to Smashburger. Another one on uh, Broadway between Tucson, uh, Tucson Boulevard and Country Club. Go there. They have all kinds of stuff for you. They, have, they can make you mirrors. They have, they have all kinds of uh, artwork there as well, already framed. It's a great place. It's one of the hidden treasures of Tucson. Framedtoperfection.com.
it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 841, three things I think you need to know. Number one, that turns out that terrorist in New York City uh, got to this country from Bangladesh. Thanks to chain migration, an aunt or an uncle said, I want to bring my nephew in and a whole bunch of other people, and he got here. And yet, Leah Marquez-Peterson, who wants to run for Congress, told us yesterday, what do you mean, chain migration? Scary. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, the DOJ official that was demoted last week, Bruce Orr, one of the top guys in the DOJ, been there a long time, career official, uh, didn't he got demoted apparently because he didn't tell people at the DOJ that he had secret meetings with the head of Fusion GPS and the spy that wrote Fusion GPS's uh, fake Russian uh, Trump dossier. Turns out this guy's wife, Work for Fusion GPS? Are you kidding me? I have that video up on my page at KNST.com. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Doug Jones, Roy Moore, the election is going on today. We'll see what happens. Keep it on KNST AM790 all day long. Three things I think you need to know. All right, let's um let's play uh let's play Kurt Warner. Again, this is all about, if you're just tuning in, uh, NFL network lawsuit, a wardrobe consultant uh, named Jamie Cantor named a whole bunch of former players. And several executives at the NFL Network, they've left. One has left. The other one, I think, still worked there. Uh, but even one that left in his new place, they suspended him because of these allegations. She named Marshall Falk. She named um, Eric Davis. Sending videos, pictures, showing her their junk, photos, videos in person, demanding sexual things, all this stuff. This is big. And I'm playing with the sound bites from these, uh, these big tough guys that were basically crying because Trump said that these guys are protesting the anthem should be fired. Kurt Warner, again, did they not know this is all happening? Is this not an epidemic at the NFL Network? Is she the only woman that that based this stuff? I don't know if, again, I don't know if it's true, but if she has things, on, uh, you know, recordings and pictures of these guys' junk, that's pretty damning evidence, isn't it? Isn't it? Now, bless you. Now, if these other guys that didn't, or weren't accused of, uh, like Kurt Warner, we're not accused of doing any of this nasty stuff, the sexual harassment. Did they not know this was happening? Uh, I find that, I don't know, is it hard to believe? I may, I don't know, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But anyway, Kurt Warner uh, basically freaking out, just like Marshall Falk did and Rich Eisen did, over Trump saying these players should be fired for kneeling. Listen to what Kurt Warner said. Uh, here we go. The flag represents to me, it's a symbol of the ideals of our great country. You know, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. The anthem, it's a reminder to us of those things. The President of the United States, his role is to uphold and to fight for the rights of every person, every every American. Pause it. Uh, what about the people fighting for the rights of this woman for being sexual? That's the whole point, is that they keep going after Trump for not doing something and blah, 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 blah. What about... What about uh, these guys fighting for this woman and helping her if she was being sexually harassed and assaulted, by the way? Yeah. Okay, let's continue. And so when I heard the comments, I was so disappointed because I believe the comments are completely contradictory to what the flag represents. And, and we have this narrative that these protests are... Uh, contradictory to the flag, and they're contradictory to our military. Mm. I don't see them that way. I see them as complementary to what we're trying, to the ideals of the flag, to the military and what they fought for, the servicemen and women and what they fought for. I have not heard one player that has not been more than grateful 
to our military. This isn't about that at all. It's about standing up for the ideals of the flag. And, you know, I contemplated as you did, you know, in a meeting room when I went back to my hotel contemplating. room. Contemplating. Oh. And I contemplated, contemplating. is it more honorable uh -huh. to stand to help and someone? face the flag when you don't represent the ideals of what the flag represents? Or is it more honorable to kneel in protest in an attempt to try to accomplish what the flag was designed to represent? Yeah. And, you know, when I heard those comments, I was just so disappointed because it was contradictory. And we put this narrative out there that I believe is wrong when we look at these players and what they're trying to do. Yeah, what, there you go. So that's why I thought it was interesting and hypocritical because they're sitting there saying, he's sitting there, oh, you know, what's the honorable thing to do here? And shouldn't they fight for it? Isn't it interesting? Again, what's the honorable thing to do? Why did anybody stand up for this woman? Again, I don't know if it's true. I don't, but man, oh man, oh man. The pictures, the videos. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And real quick, let's do a little Michael Irvin. Former Cowboys wide receiver who was busted with cocaine and prostitutes while playing at a hotel room. But, you know, hey, it's all good. Listen, here we go. And we have the greatest times. But yesterday, I looked around, and we were all in a whole different place. We were in a whole different place, that whole meeting room. And I thought about this must be happening all over the country. Mm -hmm. When you see our leader. They're so sad. Our leader. Contemplating. Make the comments that he oh, made. Oh, man. Think about this now. And, and I put it up against Charlottesville. And mm. I thought to myself, wow. You did not come out with fervor and strongly, strongly mm. denounce what mm. you saw in Charlottesville. What about what you saw? But you come out with no? fervor and strongly denounce African-American players mm. exercising their First Amendment right and all players and then owners for not firing these guys mm -hmm. on the spot, calling them SOBs. It, it was... It was it, it, it was just all it was all around just a sad sad day. Mhm. Mm the fervor. Man, why didn't you come out against this stuff like what was going on at the NFL network? Allegedly again. Allegedly. Am I am I trying to downplay that? But what what the heck is uh <laughs> what the heck is going on the NFL is just a complete and total disaster right now. Disaster. Isn't it? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, the details are pretty... Now, again, they could be... Who knows? But the pictures, the pictures, the videos, I'm assuming she still has them. Right? I'm assuming that she still has them. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Hashtag... Or, sorry, pound 250. Pound 250, ask for Garrett Lewis, gets you right in. Uh, this is... Uh, This is crazy. What's going to be the next thing? I mean, it was, it was the movie industry, then it was politics, now it's professional sports. I mean, what is there anything going to happen after that? What, what else can there be? Schools? What that, else can there be? That's already happening. I, well, yeah. It's, man, I, it's, it's, it's Ra nuts. Ra what? Ra radio? <laughs> Those days have come and gone. No, that doesn't happen anymore. We're way too corporate for that. I ain't good anyway. Uh, Jeremiah, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, I was just calling in because, you know, uh, you were talking about Kurt Warner and how he may have known about this whole situation. And I just wanted to weigh in because I know personally I have been in a work environment where there was a lot of that type of sexual mischief going on. And uh, I didn't know about it. I had no clue because everybody knew where my moral compass was. I am a Christian and 
I never would associate with people into that type of mission. So they, they didn't talk about it with you? You didn't see it? You didn't hear whispers? You didn't hear anything like that? I, I never heard anything. Not until uh, I had a family member join there uh, where I worked and start working with me. And he, uh, he, he endeavored a bit more than I did, but he, uh, he was told everything by everybody. So they wait. They purposely didn't tell you because you're religious. Uh, yeah. People act surprised about Harvey Weinstein. Then all these actors and actresses come out and they say everyone knew. And then people want to act surprised about Matt Lauer. And then all the stories come out about everyone knew. They protected Matt Lauer. Everyone knew what he was doing. So that's why I look at this stuff and I say, huh? You know, if everyone knew about these other things, it's it's hard for me not to believe that people didn't know this was happening as well. That, that's true. I, I don't know whether he knew or not. Uh, however, I may be a little biased just because I have uh, grown up looking up to Kurt Warner. Yeah, and there you go. I knew it. I knew it. But it's not just <laughs> Kurt Warner. I mean, not everybody on that panel that you heard, like their morning show is Rich Eisen. It's Michael Irvin. Uh, it's Steve Mariucci. Now, Marshall that's- Falk is on there, too. So you tell me you have Marshall Falk, Heath Evans... Uh, you have all these guys, you have Ethan Evans, you have executives, you have Ike Taylor, Donovan McNabb. I mean, that's six people right there. It's true. Trump's winning. Trump's winning. This is just another, uh, sledgehammer to the, the bricks they got laid out for the NFL. And yeah. I, years old, I, I am, I have been a huge fan of the NFL, uh, through my upbringing. And I, I have just pretty much departed from that path ever since the whole kneeling thing. Yeah. Well, how old are you? You said? 20 years old. 20 years old. Uh, where were you working that all this stuff was... I mean, you don't name the place, but was it a particular kind of industry or... Uh, I have always watched football growing no, no, up. No, 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 no. Where, where have you... I don't, you don't have to name the place that worked where this stuff was happening. Um, oh, was it, it was a, a bigger business, a smaller business? Oh, it was, uh, it was a carpet cleaning company. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> that you advertised for. <laughs> what? <laughs> not the ones that you advertised for. Oh, not for. the ones that I advertised for. Okay. Okay, so it was a different company. Where oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, it was. A, it was one of the competitors. Okay, well, don't you don't have to you don't have to name it. Don't name it. I don't have to put in any illegal legal uh, situation going on. But uh, thank you, thank you for man, thank you as a twenty year old for listening, man, and uh, for telling me your story. I appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you for uh, taking my call. You got it. Take care. So that guy was working for a carpet cleaning business, not the one that I advertised for. That was doing this stuff. Wow. I mean, he's also, he's 20. That's what I'm thinking, too, that they're adults. If they do this random stuff, they're not going to, maybe they won't tell a, a young person, a kid, if I may. You're old enough. I feel sad. <laughs> sad. Sad. How old are you again? Shut up. All right, we'll continue. Uh, 852, there's more. Man, there's, there's sound bites we need to get to, all kinds of stuff. Don't you go anywhere. KNST AIM 792, Sounds most stimulating talk. Dot com. You know, if people knew what happened here, Ryan, I mean, we're not talking like, we're not talking like NFL Network, Harvey Weinstein, Matt Lauer stuff. No. Just, just other things. We'd get a medal. I think we should. I don't know if a lot of people can handle what we do. Right? Am I, am I right or am I right? I think I'm right. I think you're right. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. And I'm not tooting my own horn, but I tell you what. If Nobody you else go, is. If they're that <laughs> If you go to the Beer Club for Men meeting this Thursday night, 5 to 7, Mr. Ons, maybe if you ask me, I'll tell you exactly what took place today. <laughs> and you'll say, holy smokes, how did you? And I'll say, I'll, you know, we're just good. And then I'll be there and you can buy me a beer. 
Who, me? No. Okay. The person you. you're telling. You. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know you. You. Yeah, you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, there are three. By the way, Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, <laughs> AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Wow. Um, <clears throat> number one, it turns out. Um, it turns out. That uh, that the terrorist from New York City, the one that uh, blew himself up yesterday and failed miserably at doing what he wanted to do, this loser, turns out he got to this country from Bangladesh thanks to chain migration. Yep, he had a family member that wanted to come here and did, and apparently as an aunt or an uncle uh, said, I want to bring my uh, whole family here. And they did back in 2011. But we don't need to change the rules, do we? Ask Liam Marquez-Peterson that, so we'll get to that. Uh, because you know we'll play that coming doing do, do, we'll play that first we'll play that first because I want to right um, what Leah Marquez Peterson said yesterday on this show about chain migration she wants to be uh, your next congressperson uh, if and when Martha McSally says I'm going to go for the Senate and challenge Kelly Ward we'll get to that second thing that I think you need to know uh, the DOJ uh, official Bruce Orr that was uh, that was demoted. Last week, where he found out last week he was demoted by the DOJ. He was a bigwig because they said he had two jobs. And they said, okay, the truth is he never told us about his secret meetings with Fusion GPS head honcho uh, and the spy, former spy that wrote that fake dossier for Fusion GPS after they were paid by the Hillary and the Dems to make it happen. He never told us about that, so we are uh, demoting him. Now it turns out Fox News had the story that his wife, Bruce Orr's wife, the demoted guy's wife, was working for Fusion GPS. Wow. Dude, they're all trying to uh, bring Trump down. They're all trying to bring Trump down. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, Alabama Senate election is finally today. Roy Moore, Doug Jones, we'll see who wins. Does anybody really know? Do you have, a, do you have this gut feeling you think Roy Moore's going to win? you have a gut feeling about that? Three things that I think you need to know. Oh, this guy, I know. Yeah, what he's saying. I know, and I meant to talk about that too real quick. Uh, the NFL sound bites we were playing, the NFL uh, network guys. The fact that they kept saying over and over, oh, do you want to? Okay, I'll take this real fast. We were playing those sound bites. You know, let's um, play Marshall Falk real quick. He's one of the guys named in the lawsuit. If you're just tuning in again, some uh, a lady uh, it, it filed this giant complaint saying that she was sexually harassed while working as a wardrobe, um, what's the exact wardrobe analyst? Wardrobe uh, consultant. Consultant, that's what it is. Jamie Cantor's her name. She apparently was sexually assaulted and harassed by uh, Marshall Falk, Heath Evans, is allegedly in, the, in this thing, Heath Evans, um, a couple of executives, Donovan McNabb and Ike Taylor. So four former players and two, and Warren Sapp, five. Five former players and two executives. Uh, they were saying, they were telling her nasty things. Uh, actually, six former players, uh, Eric Davis. He apparently slid his hand, according to her, up, his, up her crotch while she was on a ladder, grabbed things. I mean, it's crazy. And then apparently some of these dopes, Ike Taylor sent a video to her while he was masturbating. Uh, Heath Evans said uh, sent naked pictures. Other guy, the executive did as well. I mean, they're a bunch of idiots, bunch of idiots. I know it's got to be proven, but I mean, the pictures and videos, I think, would speak for themselves, right? So anyway, uh, listen to what Marshall Falk had to say. Uh, the day after, or two days after President Trump said, the NFL players that Neil should be fired, they thought it was the worst thing ever. Here we go, listen. I just believe that it's sad that, uh, that our pre- president lacks the moral compass oh, that's rich. on things to say and things to talk about. Um, when we have so much going on in our country, yeah. uh, you want to attack people for expressing themselves and their freedoms in this country. And, and you say things 
um, like suggesting what an owner should do to mm -hmm. a player mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. for for just just exercising his right. Pause it. To 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 that right there is wrong. That is, and I meant to talk about that. And Wayne wants to bring that up. Wayne, thank you for calling in. Welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi, Derek. How are you? All right. So, yeah, he started to say it, and he started to correct him. We don't have a First Amendment right. The First Amendment does not protect our right to free speech where, while we're in the middle of being employed. No. Our, our employer has the ability to restrict what we say, mm -hmm. um, uh, pending threat of firing or disciplinary action. In, in every single institution in our country, there's, there's no protection of free speech rights. Yep, However, it, it's just the government. The, gonna, the government can't stop you from saying what you want to say. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. However, if, if they're going to if they're going to state that, I mean, it's, a, it's I don't want to say the term tit for a tat because I'm old, but it gives me away. But it is that way. If they want to be that, I'm way, not old. Then, I say that. Then, and then you're uh, old. And pre President Trump being elected president does not all of a sudden remove his ability to use his free speech. Exactly. He's, he's simply exercising his free speech to state that he thinks they should be fired for their actions. That is a great, great point. These idiots are complaining that they somehow think that they have a First Amendment right the players do to do what they want, but somehow Trump doesn't. Or because he's president, he can't say it, but since they're NFL players, they can. Uh, yeah, you're, you're a thousand percent right. thousand percent the, right. The other, the other thing I wanted to address was something that Kurt Warner said, and, and it, appears, it appears that these guys are not understanding the origin of this whole kneeling protest thing. Do they not remember that this all started as a support for Colin Kaepernick, who stated that the reason he was kneeling, the reason he wasn't respecting the national anthem, was over the fact that people of color were being discriminated against by law enforcement and, and other governmental agencies, and that mm -hmm. was his purpose for doing that. So by doing the same thing, are they not essentially stating the same thing? It's, it's not that they're turning around and saying, hey, we're exercising our free speech rights. We're, we're upholding the ideals of this flag. No, you're not. What you're doing is you're turning your back on people based on false narratives like hands up, don't shoot, and, and things of that nature. There are, I don't want to get too racial here, but there are an awful lot of statistics that show that there are more people of color that are police officers that have shot people of color than there are white officers that well, have shot yeah. people of color. Well, and then, then there's, there's, a, there's actually stats. Hang on a second. There's a lot of stats that show that uh, whites are actually shot at a greater percentage than blacks That's by correct. police officers. That's the other stat. Yes. That's correct. There's a whole bunch of it, but it doesn't fit the narrative. Therefore, they don't bring that information up. It's all, it's all been started as a result of our previous president's attitude towards race. And towards and, police. And, and towards police, but it started before the police issues came up. It started as a result of him jumping in there and creating these racial tensions yes. where they didn't exist before. Yep. And now it's gotten even worse. He's exacerbated it. And now he's created this, this whole culture of, of looking for racial profiling or racial yeah, issues. victims. Or they don't exist. Yeah, victims, victims. Let, let me, you're a smart guy. I don't know if you heard this or not, because, yes, you know, it all started back in St. Louis when the Rams, then they're in Los Angeles, now we're in St. Louis, and after the Ferguson thing, some of the Rams players came out with the hands-up, don't-shoot thing for Mike Brown, right. that whole lie, right? And, you know, it went from there to right. Colin Kaepernick, and you wore the socks, showing cops as pigs. Um, but we yep. joke around and make fun of these dopey NFL players because they don't even know why they're kneeling. 
right? They don't. They there. I don't. They, there was a really, before I play a soundbite. There was a play. There's a play named Michael Bennett plays for the uh, I believe the the Titans. He played for the Seahawks. Maybe he still plays for the Seahawks. He has a brother, but anyway, um, he's a big defensive end. And when the uh, Conor McGregor uh, Mayweather fight took place in Vegas, he was there for it. And in a, he was in a casino after the fight, and all of a sudden, somebody started like shooting. So cops were in the casino, said, everybody get down, get down, get down. And he didn't get down. He ran. So they ran after him. We even have the sound bites, but it's kind of hard to hear. But they ran after him, and they put him to the ground. They said, hey, get down. We told you to get down. What are you doing? He said, hey, what are you doing, man? I'm Michael Bennett. And he claimed that they put the gun to his head, said they were going to blow his bleeping head off, all this other stuff. They only did it because he's black. Well, the actual video, the the actual audio, the, the video, we have the audio, It it was actually... Minorities, Hispanic sheriff's deputies. It wasn't white. Hispanic and a, I think two Hispanic and a black uh, deputy are the ones that chased him down. And they were very nice. Said, "Look, man, there was a shooter, and we didn't know what was going on. And you ran, so of course, you know, we followed you. But you're good." And they 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 took him out. They said, "You're good to go. You're fine." He didn't have ID. He said, "I'm Michael Bennett." One of them said, "Yeah, I recognize him. He's Michael Bennett." Blah blah blah. And and that and that was that. So he lied about it. He's been one sitting on the bench or in the anthem, claiming that cops threatened his life, whipped out his gun. None of that shown on the video, the cops video. Now I want you to hear this though. Dante Stallworth, a former NFL player who actually spent I think a year in jail for manslaughter because he hit a guy, he killed him while he's driving and drove away. Isn't that great? And then got back in the NFL. Well, uh, he was on CNN and he says that they're kneeling not because of what you said and 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 police brutality. But because of this, listen to this. Here we go. So the players have been really have been working really hard on this. And the number one stated goal was to bring awareness to a lot of these issues. And again, it's a it's a broad uh, it's a it's a broad spectrum of issues. Again, it's not just police. It's not just brutality um, and and police uh, and community policing. It's also, again, from what I what I'm hearing from players that are directly involved in these talks, they're telling me it's also about. Uh, the, the gender pay gap. It's oh, also yeah. about housing discrimination. Mm-hmm. They have oh, so yeah. many things that they're interested in and that, that they advocate for that they want the NFL to take ownership in and help be able to use the NFL's platform, not just the players' platform, but also the NFL's platform. And that is uh, that is what I'm what, from what I'm hearing okay. is going to be a big part uh, of the conversation. Uh, so there you go, Wayne. It's about the gender pay gap. And uh, when, by the way, if they really cared about that, they'd make sure the NFL cheerleaders got more than 50 bucks a game. Uh, oh, no, it's better than that. Yeah. It's better than that. If they're worried about the gender pay gap, why don't they create a female NFL? Or better yet, let do. females try out for the NFL positions and make those salaries. They got if the lingerie NFL. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> they do. They have <laughs> the lingerie I know, NFL. The lingerie NFL is not the same. Not the same. It's, it's even better. I know, it's not the same. Nobody kneels. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't do. That's a problem. They wouldn't do that. They, they, would, never, they would never do that. Um the, the, you remember well, the, card, the, the Cardinals head coach? They actually hired a female coach for a little bit. I don't know if she's still on the the staff or not, but they hired like a female coach, first one ever in the NFL. I don't know how long she lasted or if she's still there. I haven't heard anything since she was hired. Uh, but they tried that. There was a female NFL referee. I don't know if she still has her job or not. Uh, but they tried yeah. that stuff. But they, you know, housing discrimination and the gender pay gap. Really, that's why you're kneeling. Get out of here. You know, give me a break. Well, it appears it appears the NFL has has evolved. Um, obviously, they're they're a progressive organization as well, and they're they're no longer concerned about play on the field. They're more of a political action committee now. Yep. And uh, and that's that's their that's their game going forward. So yep. You're right. we appreciate that. We will exercise our First Amendment rights to <laughs> for for all sorts of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and free speech, and all those things by 
choosing not to buy your tickets. Mm. It's, it's that simple. Mm. Mm. So, exactly. Yeah, I, I wish, you know, there, there's a couple of athletes that get it. Very few, but a couple. I would love to have Kurt Warner and a few of these other guys sit in a room with Kurt Schilling and see how that goes. Oh, my God. That would yeah, be interesting. That would be interesting. So, Wayne, appreciate it, brother. Thank you, man. All right. Take you. care. Take care. I say we boycott the NFL and go with the Legends Football League. Is that the lingerie one? <laughs> they couldn't call it lingerie. They had to call it legends. I like legends. I like lingerie. I like them all. It's it's pretty legendary. I don't need to see. Legend to me means older. I don't need to see older. I need lingerie. And there's no reason to do that stuff with the internet. Anyway. Um, they got to be tough. I mean, look how much padding they don't wear. I know. I know. You know how much padding those guys in the NFL wear? They're, they're very big and very strong. Yeah, this these, is different. These, these are, ladies are tough, man. They're toned. Anyway, enough. Nine twenty. We'll get to what Leah Marquez Peterson said yesterday. If you missed it, we got to keep playing it because she wants to run for Congress, and that scares me. And it should scare you of what after what she said about chain migration. And now that you know that this uh, this terrorist uh, who attacked New York City yesterday uh, got here via chain migration, I have more details on that coming up. Don't you go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Back and forth. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Why are we doing this? Watering down the uh, the job market, keep wages down? What, what are we doing? Akayad Ullah, the terrorist, 27, green card holder, part of a large family who appear to have arrived thanks to chain migration. Immigra- immigration records show he got in because one of his parents' siblings, either an aunt and uncle, is a citizen, and that citizen can sponsor their brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews, and there are no restrictions on how many immigrants a citizen can sponsor. No restrictions on how many immigrants a citizen can sponsor. And family reunion gets priority over other forms of sponsorship. Uh, so this is the second terrorist attack in six weeks on American soil uh, by a person that got to this country thanks to chain migration. And even if they didn't do terrorist things, this isn't fair. You want to come to America? You leave your family. You know, I moved to Arizona and left my family behind. Of course, they followed me three months later. It wasn't my choice. But anyway, uh, I chose to go do that. If you choose to leave your country to, to go to America legally for a better life, that's your choice. Doesn't mean you get the right to bring your whole damn family here. Who, You know who thought of that? Teddy Kennedy. 1965. That's when he passed his, uh, his that's when he transformed voting for the worst. I'm trying to voting, uh, um, uh, immigration for the worst. He wanted more Democratic voters. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is what we have. And uh, you have Leah Marquez-Peterson came on the show yesterday. The whole interview is on my page at knst.com. It's also on my iHeart channel, iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis. iHeartRadio app. Search Garrett Lewis. It's all there on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. How many more options do you want? So she's on the show yesterday. Towards the end of the interview, I asked her about chain migration. And she wants to run for Congress if Martha McSally leaves her congressional seat to run for Senate. And this is quite frightening. Why do people think they actually should be in Congress when they're just simply not qualified? And it seems like a lot of people that are in Congress are not qualified for being in Congress. What, I mean, what qualifies you? You have, to be an, you have to be up on every... I think you need to be up on the very important things that are happening in this world, don't, right? Again, Martha McSally had no clue about tax rates, didn't even know what SB 1070 was when she announced the first time she was running. We had her in the studio here. She didn't know anything. Why are you running? Because you worked for Senator Kyle? So? 
So I asked, I don't want to take any of this out of context. Listen to what happened. It's only about a, a minute. Uh, Liam Marquez-Peterson in studio yesterday. Listen to this. Okay, but, but when it comes to merit base versus just chain, I mean, would you like to end chain migration? Well, right now it's based on the country you're in, and there's so many visas eligible, and, and there's such a small uh, percentage of those that want to come in from various countries. I think we need to rework that entire complex system. Well, would, would you want to end chain migration, though? Chain migration? What do you mean by that? When one person is admitted here and they could bring, uh, it's somewhere 20 to 2 to, I mean, they, on average, I think a person coming here from Mexico brings something close to six relatives here with them. That's why the guy, the guy that uh, did the terrorist attack up in New York, he drove into people on the West Side Highway. Uh, he got here on the lottery and was able to bring, I believe it was 22 or 23 members of his family here via chain migration. I, mean, I think the, the bigger question is how do we bring people here to work who perhaps want to rate, get money to do that? That's uh, something that make a big difference back in their countries. And then have no, 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 but I mean, you, don't, you don't think this is a big deal with the chain migration, though? No, I, they, they, I, they were I terrorist think certainly attacks. People a, came here and committed terrorist attacks right, and that's, via chain migration. But I think that the bigger question is how do you come here, make a better economic condition for your family, and then go home? Maybe it's not the chain migration that's the ultimate answer, but it's folks heading back with their dollars so they don't, we don't have to break up families. What I, I I don't even I don't even know what the hell that means. That was called. I'm gonna BS my way through this. Families, families, families. Who cares about people that could be terrorists coming over here? We got to make sure families are. What the hell is she talking about? No reason, by the way. If you want to get on my case, why didn't you ask her about that? Because she didn't know. It's obvious. I mean, this is one of the most important things, one of the most talked about things that is going on right now. And you don't know about chain migration. It's like when we had Matt Hines on the show and he had no idea about Obama releasing over 60,000 criminal illegal aliens to the streets. Remember that? And he's like, let me write that down. Yeah. Um... Or when we had that uh, the guy David Garcia, who's running for governor as a Democrat, who asked us live on the air for next time we have him on the show if we could give him the questions in advance. <laughs> uh, and he asked me for help. Oh, and I can't yeah, help you, buddy. Right. Have Ryan. He's on the, oh. Have Ryan. I mean, you know we're on the air, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Help. I mean, this is the same kind of thing. This is really. This is this is this is insane. This is it. That's why I you. There's an old saying, and I shouldn't say it, but I will. You just let them hang themselves. Your words will speak for yourself. That's, okay, I just got a text from a buddy. The best thing you could have done with that interview was just let her talk. I did. How could you not know what the hell is going on with this? So anyway, and this is a big deal. This is a this is a major, major, major problem. All right, I'll have more on this. This guy, this family. Um, also, the, the the family is apparently outraged at the authorities, uh, and you got to hear this gem from. Morning, Joe. Uh, guess who they think deserves credit for the economy doing what it's doing right now? Oh, it's coming up. 933 on KNST AM 790. Get that in about six. Here's the latest from Fox. Oh, man, there's so much happening. 942, three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one, uh, you have uh, the uh, the news that came out that the terrorists from New York City got to this country through chain migration. Somebody in his family in Bangladesh won the visa lottery. Didn't I mean, what are you going to add to this country? Nothing. Got lucky to come here, then brought the whole family, and it turns out to be a terrorist. This is a second terrorist attacking our country in six weeks that came here thanks to chain migration and the visa lottery program. Are you kidding me right now? And Leah Marquez-Peterson's like, wait, wait, chain, chain, chain migration, what is that? 
you're disqualified. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that the uh, the DOJ do- official that was demoted last week because of his secret meetings with Fusion GPS and the former spy that wrote that fake dossier, he never told anybody about it. Turns out his wife was working for Fusion GPS. Holy smokes. The story's on my page at knst.com. Uh, check it out for yourself, okay? Uh, third thing. The video's there. Third thing. That's groundbreaking. Third thing that I think you would need to know. Uh, it is D-Day out there in Alabama. Doug Moore. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Doug Jones. Roy Moore. Who's going to win? We shall see. Keep it here on KNST for the special election results. Now, um... We have the story about uh, the terrorists. We have so much we need to play. Oh, so much that we, there is so much going on. Now, the, the family of this guy, oh, man, the family of this guy, uh, they attacked the police. They were mad. Now, this terrorist attack happens, so police, they scramble. They want to prevent another one. Apparently, this family got hooked up with the legal director for the New York chapter of Council for Islamic Relations. His name is Al Fox Khan. So we're outraged by the behavior of the law enforcement officials who held children as small as four years old out in the cold and who pulled a teenager out of high school classes to interrogate him without a lawyer, without his parents. It wasn't immediately clear if the four-year-old or the teenager were related to the suspect, but they're mad about that. I mean, when a terrorist attack happens, they got to do whatever they can. Whatever they can. To try to prevent another one from happening. Get out of here. And they attack the police. Get out of here. Now, this guy detonated the bomb because, well, he was mad. He wanted to blow things up because he's mad that Trump moved the uh, the embassy in Israel to uh, to Jerusalem. He thought that was mad. And he was mad at the way Muslims were being treated. And apparently, when he saw the Christmas lights walking through the Port Authority there in New York City, that sparked him. That's it. This is the place. Damn Christmas lights. And, uh, yeah, that's what it says. He detonated after seeing the walls festooned with Christmas posters in revenge for violence against Muslims all over the world. What a real winner, right? Real winner. He said he was inspired by ISIS, not Al-Qaeda. He acknowledges he purposely set it off then and there because of the Christmas-themed posters on the wall. It reminded him of ISIS's calls last month for militants and lone wolves to attack holiday markets. What a friggin' moron. Why, the guy was a taxi driver for a while. We don't need people like this in this country. They don't add to it. Simple as that. Now, there's more we need to play for you. Let me throw them over there real quick. Uh, I got some just fun sound bites before the end of the show. Because we, we know what we know about this terrorist right now. Um, Stephen Ratner who was the car bailout guy under Obama on MSNBC Morning Joe, talking about who deserves credit for these strong economic numbers. Eight years of Obama, and and it was awful. We had the worst growth in the history of this country. But still, who deserves credit? Listen to this. This is Just to come back yeah, to this yeah, uh, question one more second of who gets credit for the economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a long lag between when any president comes in and when anything happens, and especially right. given that he has not passed any laws. And so if you separate it out, to be honest, there are rises in business confidence, there are rises in consumer confidence. I think you would give Donald Trump some credit for that. Mm, but these jobs numbers, the growth numbers, uh, the, this, this has nothing to do with Donald they're, Trump. They're, they're, they're... Wow. <laughs> Why was there no growth or jobs under Obama like this then? 
Oh, you got to love MSNBC. Gets even better. I don't know if you heard about this, but Trump uh, uh, Trump was demanded to step down by a New York senator named Kirsten Gillibrand, right? Uh, she is a New York senator, and she had no problem campaigning with the uh, the sexual predator Bill Clinton. Took pictures with them, happy birthday on Twitter, brought them out, backed Hillary, all this stuff. Now, all of a sudden, these uh, women are coming out, brave women telling their stories. And Kirsten Gillibrand seizes upon this, even though she did, she had no problem hanging out arm in arm with Bill Clinton, who was the biggest sex predator, maybe the biggest since Ted Kennedy. Who knows? Um, now she wants Trump to step down. Good luck. And Trump called it out on Twitter. He said, "Since he spent a year, you can't get anything on Russia on me because there's nothing." Now you're going to turn to this sexual stuff, really? It's basically what he tweeted. So then Trump tweeted out four hours ago: "Lightweight Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, a total flunky for Chuck Schumer." And someone who would come to my office begging for campaign donation uh, contributions not so long ago, and in parentheses, and would do anything for them, is now the ring in the ring fighting against Trump. Very disloyal to Bill and crooked. Used. So she used them, is what he's saying. Well, yeah, there it is. Do anything for them. What? What? Do you think it's sexual, or is it? Can you give me donations and whatever you need done, I will do my best to make it happen for you. You want some regulation? You want a law? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? So Mika's face on Morning Joe this morning decided to uh, chime in about that. Listen to this. There is a first woman that says, I just can't continue working here. Maybe it's the force for women. Maybe it's Ivanka Trump. Maybe she will finally stand up for what is right. Since her father just literally sexually harassed in a cruel way a woman on Twitter. Okay. Sexually harassed a woman on Twitter. Yet I believe Mika last week was like, I heard about Matt Lauer. I should have said something. I should have done something. I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. Who actually did sexually harass, and it seems to be, according to reports, sexually assault people. Chick passed out after he was having sex with her in his office. Okay. And showing his junk, he took it out, all this other stuff. Wow. MSNBC right there. Literally. Dude, you know, Mika's got the, uh, the face, right? You could actually, I mean, if you you hear me talk about her face and the look on her face, you could hear the look on her face in the tone of her voice right there, right? I mean, you literally could. There's just the meanness, the good luck with that, Scarborough. This steak is medium well. I wanted medium. Hey, isn't this delicious? Yeah, it's okay. Just one of those. You can never make her happy. Good luck, buddy. Hey, turn the hose on her. No? Well, you you know what would happen. I mean, anyway, don't, don't, let's not even go there. Let's not even go. I, I, let's just wet. not go there. The water's uh, Let's continue with NBC. Water hose. That would that would lighten her up? Ugh. No, but it'd be funny. I'll give you that. And ruin her hair. Uh. And her face would have a different look. I don't know if the face would have a different look. So uh, on NBC, we continue. NBC News, MSNBC, NBC, Megyn Kelly's Today Show. That no, You don't watch it. Nobody watches it. So I wanted to hear this. She had some pastor on, and it was about Roy Moore being elected, and apparently some people could be in danger in Washington, D.C. if Roy Moore's elected. This actually happened. Listen to this. Well, in one story that I did read, it had to do with a stepson that came out and said it was all lies. And then so there's a sister I, who I says that they are I don't know. The thing is, aren't. I'm not God. I was not there. 
I know, but aren't you worried Pardon? at all about the teenage girls in the D.C. area if it is true? Excuse no, me? I, I, I'm not worried about the teenage girls in the D.C. area because Excuse they're more. Uh, there's absolutely no record of him carrying on like this at all. And these, these allegations, from what I understand, are all 30 and 40 years of age. And I believe if he was that type of an individual, there would be a long string of this stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't happened. Wow. Uh... Do you think the teenage girls in D.C. are in danger if Roy Moore gets in there? What a question. What a question. Yeah, that's it. Megan Kelly. Mm, 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 See Roy mm. maybe stepping off the plane if he won. I'm here! Exactly. Imagine <laughs> the Senate. Hey, I know what you said about me. <laughs> all these all these slime balls. I mean, who... Oh. What was that it's, guy? Hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your husbands. Uh, who was that? That sounds familiar. I can't remember that. Hide you. Oh, my God. It's. Oh, boy. Anyway, right, uh, right. We, listen. Okay, we got to take it. We're, we're late. 9.52. There's more. We still have more. There's always more. It's coming. Oh. I'm sorry. It's just crazy. I mean, there, there's so much we haven't even got a chance to get to. We have some college stories for tomorrow. I, I still didn't even get into the the detail I want about the U of A stories, what they what they are doing for seniors, uh, or I'm sorry, students that are taking final exams. I mean, it's just, it's incredible as to what's happening. Uh, the the care bears, that kind of stuff. Okay, we'll get we'll get to all that. Because it's just, it's great. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, we'll continue. Uh, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.